And I was like, that's kind of a cunt move. We've been watching White Lotus. It's uh, I didn't know what to expect. My mom was like, you should really check this show out. It's really good. Oh, now there's like gay sex happening. And now this is going on. Like, And Melissa will look at me and go, your mom watched this. <laughs> Welcome to the Fumble Through the End Zone podcast. My name is Sean O'Connor. With me, as always, is Johnny Graham. And what's up, buddy? And as as we all know him lovingly, Uncle Johnny. Hey guys, how are you? Doing good. Doing uh, good. So it's been two weeks. Uh, I I my wife was out of town, so I had to cancel last week's show. So we're trying to get one in before all the O'Connors descend on to Pennsylvania this weekend. So trying to get that out. It should be out. You should be hearing this Friday afternoon, I hope, Friday evening. Um, but so if anything changes between now and then with baseball free agent signings, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so what we'll go over is uh, college football playoffs, some of the bowl games, last two weeks of the NFL, and then we'll get into the baseball signings. So starting for first things first, uh, over the past two weeks, Ben? Good, man. Everything's good. Getting geared up for Christmas, all the Christmas shopping done. Uh, just waiting for <laughs> breaks from work. That's all. That'd be nice. Well, you're military still, so you'll get 17 days off over the next three weeks. So. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty or free. Nice. So you enjoy that. I will. I'll, I'll send you text <laughs> while you're still at work. <laughs> get out to my car at noon. I had like four o'clock in the afternoon, have a text from noon. Hey, man, you watching this ball game? <laughs> I was working a hole. No, I was doing my goddamn job, you loser. <laughs> nice. Uncle Johnny, this is the busy season for you as a male yeah, nurse. That's, that's, that's what they say. Yeah, no, a lot of IVs, a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of checking prostates. <laughs> At least that's for some reason like people sometimes. always stick things in their dicks this time of year, so you got to pull that's, those out. That's it. It's crazy. It's just, it's the season, you know. <laughs> got <laughs> to put a tuning fork in there for some reason. Uh, how how crazy do people get with you around this time of year? Like if you don't de- deliver something and they're uh, waiting for it, I imagine it, it's a fucking nightmare. It's funny that you say that, Johnny. Today I had a woman. She approached me and uh. She's missing two packages that both say they arrived at the facility on the same day, actually on December 7th. And then she just sits there and she's like, she goes, I know they're there. I said, you know, they're where? <laughs> she was at your office. I go, well, then why the fuck wouldn't I bring them out to you? I go, they're not there. As far as I know, nobody gave them to me. So it's just, it's strange stuff. And she told me there's a dress in there that she wants to wear to a party. She was like giving me a sad story. I'm like, look, I, I'll do the best I can to find these things, but I don't know where they are. <laughs> I'd say, you know what? People should really, if you're ordering shit for Christmas, you got to do it in October, November. You know, yeah. everybody waiting for the first of December to start ordering stuff. It's crazy. I don't give if the company says you're going to get it before Christmas. You know that they could say that all they want. 
Next thing you know, yeah. it's December, tw- you know, it's Christmas Eve and they say it'll be there January 17th. So, you know, <laughs> just, it, you know, I listen, I'm still in the old philosophy. I go to a store and buy it this way. I know I got it and it's, it'll be there, but. Whoa, whoa, you know, whoa. People, Calm people down, Gen X. Easy. Nah, yeah, hey, listen, Easy. What are you? I what are you using cash? Two years uh, old? Whoa! Of course. <laughs> exact change. That's not, that's not gonna be funny in the future when I'm walking around with wads of cash that nobody can use, and you guys all got your chip cards, <laughs> and they don't work. Uh, I mean, I you know, huh? It's funny today. For the first time in about 15 years, we develop we de- uh, excuse me delivered uh, yellow pages. Oh wow! I, it was nuts. We we could they showed up and we were like, "What the fuck? What is this?" And we, we delivered phone books today. It was crazy. That's awesome. Did they reopen Yellow Book? The yellow, it was the Yellow Pages. It was good to see. It was nice. The Christmas edition. We were going old school. That's awesome. I can't believe that. Yeah, yeah, they made the uh, yeah. We That's the oddest that. thing I've heard in years because well, I guess they're still in business. I guess they just don't, you know. I I guess they're more on the side of obviously the internet, like everybody else. Yeah. But they actually printed it out, and and it was for all of Nassau County. It wasn't even just local. It was that thing had it was businesses all over. Eight hundred fifty thousand pages. Was it or was all it like of a Nassau County? Just like boom. <laughs> Man, was that crazy. Johnny? I was going to yeah. say, like, so I've seen them, but they've gotten smaller and smaller. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely thinner. It's it's a lot thinner. But uh, I, I just don't think people advertise in them, I guess. I, I don't, you know, I don't know how it happens. So there was a period, and we'll get to sports here in a second, folks. But this is sure. how lonely being an only child can be for periods of time before my sister was born. <laughs> it was always out like a grandma and pop is on, like, the table. Yeah. I believe in the kitchen. I would just look through it. Look at what, what names live on the <laughs> oh, Owens lives on this road. Oh, there's a bunch of oh, it's like, sure, it's like, sure. Like, why, why am I looking? I got a TV for just for my face. I'm looking through a yellow book for different names. Like, I, but, I used to do the same thing. The white, the white pages part. Yeah, I always looked up to see how many O'Connors there were. I did yeah. the same thing, specifically how many John O'Connors. I'd be like, <laughs> oh, let me see. At one point in time, it was about 37, then it was 41. You know, this was in Nassau County, and then and then uh, it was twelve. It was a rough year. Yeah, now I'm sure there's hardly any. <laughs> they don't use it. John is the name of the past. Nobody. Yeah, that's it. true. It'll make a comeback. No, now I you always go with look for the swear Johan. word last names. They're like this guy's last name is Ass, and then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely B Jobs. Who is this person? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for B jobs. Hello, B jobs. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's this? get this. <laughs> let's get into sports. All right, here we go. So, college football playoff has been decided. Uh, the conference championship games didn't really lead to any to much change or much craziness outside of the USC mm-hmm. game where they got housed by Utah after Caleb Williams got injured. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, so, I mean, it finished kind of how we guessed it would. Georgia at one, Michigan at two. TCU, even though they lost, they came back. They ended up losing that game in overtime. They had done enough to where the committee put them at three. Uh, Their one loss by three points to a team they already beat, who was the conference champion, was better than Ohio State or Alabama's losses. So that puts them at three. 
And then at four, you had the debate for Ohio State and Alabama, but I think it came down to what everybody was saying prior to that. Alabama had two losses. Mm-hmm. Two yep. is more than one. So That's Ohio true. State, you are the number four team. So for the college football playoff, games being played on December 31st, you have Michigan versus T- TCU in the Fiesta Bowl. That's mm-hmm. at 4 p.m. And then in the Peach Bowl, because why shouldn't Georgia get a home game? Georgia versus Ohio State at 8 p.m. So you could go to that, and then downtown Atlanta, you could watch the peach drop. So, <laughs> but yeah, unbelievable. They get a fucking home game. It's ridiculous. Oh, oh my god, they weren't going to lose that game anyway. Uh, probably not. But I mean, I, I, I like it. I, I, I'm intrigued by the Michigan TCU game. Uh, Michigan obviously has that sturdy defense. They have a good run game. However, the biggest running back is out for the remainder of the season due to that knee injury sustained in the Ohio State game. But I think that I, I want that to be a fun game because I think it can be. Um, I hope but so. The, but at the end of the day, I'm going Michigan. Yeah. Same here. Um, I mean, I am too. Look, let, let's face it. Their, their whole thought process was to see the possibility of Michigan and Ohio State again in the championship game. I mean, that's really what they were looking for. Um, cause they, they could have went, they could have flip-flopped them if they wanted to show them, yeah. you know, the three, but you know, why have them play right away again and, and not have it, you know, it has a little more juice if it is the championship game. But, uh, I, I mean, if you, if you're going to say these four teams, no matter what the outcome, I think Georgia is still a prohibitive favorite, you know, just to, oh, yeah. to, Absolutely. you know, to, to repeat and look, it's, you know, look, listen, if I show I know you hate Michigan, but. If if this is really their, their their year to win something, you know this they might pull it out. But I don't know. I don't, I just don't know if they have enough. If they're playing Georgia, if it's if Michigan wins and they play Georgia in the national yeah. title game, yeah, I am all in on the maize and blue. Mm-hmm. I have no desire to see Georgia win another title. I barely oh, want to see them in the playoff again, let yeah. alone back to back titles. It's the last thing I want to see. Um, sure. Just what we need, another team from the South winning back-to-back years. Goody. Uh, so I, I would definitely be rooting for Michigan in that outcome. But I got you. I, I mean, I don't, think, I don't think Ohio State will be a pushover. I just don't. Um, I think that'll be a one-score game at the end of the day. But, of course, you have to pick the prohibitive favorite. Prohibitive favorite. Sure. And that, that means Georgia. It's going to be Georgia-Michigan, in my opinion, in the National championship game. Yeah. Georgia I, I with their 47 the year old quarterback. And I think <laughs> it's the way it's lined up. To, although I would, let's put, would you like to see another round in Michigan, Ohio State? Either one. I think them? that would be really cool in a national title game. Like, uh, okay. I do. Like, for me, that would be really cool. <laughs> Johnny's, Johnny's shaking his head. Well, it's because Johnny doesn't get college football history and the and I just, and I, what it is. Their last it. game, if I don't want to watch uh, another. I don't want to see a championship game where it's just one-sided. But that it's probably going to be that way with Georgia anyway. So I don't think that it would be a one-sided game because it's so hard to beat a team twice in the same – I mean, Utah did it. But it's hard to beat a team twice in the same season. You TCU didn't do it against Kansas State. I mean, especially mm-hmm. in college football. Notre Dame, they beat Clemson a couple of years ago in the regular season, got housed in the, in the uh, ACC title game. Like, it's not an easy thing to do. Granted – Clemson had a few better players back for that second. Well, game. I was just going to say, they I mean, like when you have Trevor Lawrence coming out, the greatest college football <laughs> quarterback in the past 800 years, apparently. Uh, 
But uh, DJ Ungalungale, he's in transfer portal now. But uh, yeah, I, it's just so hard. Yeah, but, I think it would be a fun game to watch again wait, for a national Sean, title. Sean, yeah, I mean the rivalry. DJ? Yeah. Oh, who knows? No, uh, no, no. Did they say? Is there somewhere where he's he's leaning towards going? Probably, but I haven't seen anything. Yeah. But I don't keep up with the Clemson message boards. So yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. No, but I'm just, I mean, is it, is it, I mean, is he, is he that good that he thinks he's going to go into another program? And because let's put it, he definitely missed with him. He had a good reign of quarterbacks and then he, he just didn't work out. So my point is, where does he go that, like, what program's taking him to, to that he thinks he's going to step in and play? I mean, it depends on what Tennessee has, right? Like, I mean, that that's interesting because they play each other this year. But I mean, yeah. Tennessee is losing Hooker because he's he's done. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only did he hurt his leg, but his his college career is over. He w- he'll be going to the league, I believe, next year. As probably, okay. um, I I believe I could be wrong about that, but I mean, Tennessee could be an option if they've got a young QB that they're not ready for. A lot of people have kind of jokingly said Notre Dame, and I'd rather not. Um, no, I, yeah, I wouldn't. I'd rather them go with the kid from NC State that's in the portal, or or mm-hmm. the kid from that's leaving Coastal Carolina in the portal. Okay. Um, if, if just for a one year kind of stopgap between now and when we get a few more kids on, like Minchie's coming to campus, give him sure. a year of learning, and then maybe by the end of next year he's playing a little bit here or there, so, or you know whatever, and then he's ready to go his sophomore year. So. But a stopgap. Okay. I don't want I, I, DJ. He's got the size. He can run. He does every. He has a good arm, but he's he seems very indecisive as a quarterback. Well, and if he didn't flourish in that system, that's what I'm trying. You know, he's yeah. he's pro. You know, he's quarterback heavy. Yeah, you know this. So now look, the other two. You know, were talented. I get it, but I don't know. It just it seems like a strange thing when when guys like this say, "Okay, I'm giving up at this school," and then. You know, it's, it's, it's like, you know, free agency and stuff like that. You know, when they didn't have this option years ago, obviously, yeah, you'd have to sit out the year. So you couldn't, you know, you couldn't get in and play right away. And then to me now, it's just like, you know, it throws things into a, uh, into a free for all that doesn't need to happen. And I question when a guy, like if I was sitting here and, you know, if I'm a head coach and I see a guy leave a school, I'm like, well, fuck it. You couldn't make it there. <laughs> Why are you going to be the guy necessary? And we've recruited quarterbacks. So yeah. now it's like I'm going to take you in, for what reason? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And let, you know, then well, I'm saying I fucked up with who I recruited to run my program. You know, to to be the quarterback of my program. Well, a perfect example of like this. Strange. A perfect example of this is a former Notre Dame recruit, Phil Dracovic. He was at Notre Dame. Uh, Ian Book took over the squad. Dracovic's uh, yeah. like redshirt freshman year. Um. And Ian Book was the guy. There was talk about Dracovic eventually being the guy, but ended up being Ian Book. Uh, Book then transferred. And last year we ended up having, uh, what the hell was his name from Wisconsin? Can't remember his name. Anyway, he be only, was only with us for a year, so I can't remember. But uh-huh. uh, Or two years ago. But he went to Boston College. Played a couple years at Boston College. Full Dracovic did. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they stink and it's a lower tier team in the ACC. So it's like you couldn't succeed there, uh, at least look <laughs> decent. And so yeah. now he's got like the extra year because of the COVID year. 
he's transferring from BC to Pittsburgh, a mid-tier ACC team, uh, <laughs> based because he has the extra year and they need a guy to in between. And it's like, why? Like, what makes you think you're going to be more successful at Pittsburgh? Yeah, it's 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 a strange system now. It really is. I mean, I get it if a guy came. If say you had two five stars, right, and mm-hmm. one just happened, I'll play the other one. Exactly. We'll go Jake I, I from. We'll we'll go Jake from Justin Fields is a perfect example. Sure. Both that talented. I get. Yeah, both talented. Both good football players. Both took their respective teams eventually to the playoff and everything else. But Fromm won the job at Georgia. So Fields then transferred to Ohio State where he was able to succeed. And now they both ended up in the NFL. I think Fromm's like a third string or a practice squad guy with the Bills. And, and mm-hmm. but Fields is doing his thing in Chicago. But like you have a situation like that where one guy's like, well, fuck, if I don't leave, I, I can't do anything. But when you have some of these other guys like DJ, for example, he was a five-star guy. He got his opportunity. It didn't pan out. What makes coach? It's that ego of the coach, right? Oh, I'll get it yeah. to work here. Exactly. But so where but, I would look at it, though, is like I said, if I bought guys in already, you know, I'm taking somebody else off the scrap heap from somebody, you know, he couldn't make it in their system. I have my guys. Why do I, why would I want him? Yeah. Then I'm saying, and look, look, these guys get graded on wins and losses, just like anybody else. I get it. But you are saying, Hey, look, this, you know, now I'm taking, so, you know, unless, unless the coach did really recruit somebody and lost out to him and then he'd want him in his program, which is so, another possibility. So I think the reason why Notre Dame is going, and this is why Drew Pine transferred Notre Dame, Tommy Reese and, and, and Marcus Freeman went to their quarterback room and said, Hey guys, here's the deal. We're going to look at some players in the transfer port. Yes. Kevin's coming here. Yes. Uh, a couple of you other younger guys that are here. You're still going to get a chance to compete, to try and win reps and try to get, be the starter and all that stuff. We are going to look for a guy as a potential stopgap if, if needed. Um, Drew Pine was not happy with that. Uh, so he opted to get in the portal and, and leave Notre Dame, which is fine. I understand that. He did a hell of a job this year in a very rough situation, so good for him. But what I, what I was getting to is the fact that you have a guy like Tyler Buckner who was recruited by Brian Kelly for more of a Brian Kelly system. And same with the, the, the other two guys that are in the system. Ron Paulus Jr. is, is a legacy. And mm-hmm. Agnoli or something like that, I can't remember what the kid's name is. Another kid that was heavily recruited by BK fits BK's system. Tommy Reese's system is similar because he played for Brian Kelly, but there are yeah. differences in it. You need a stronger arm for some of the throws and some of the routes that the, that the receivers are running. So Minchie is a guy that can do that stuff. And that's a good pickup for Notre Dame. Same with uh, Lloyd Carr's grandson, who's coming in the year after if he doesn't flip somewhere because of this. But in the meantime, you got to get someone in that can make that can play your system and also either push Tyler Buckner to be better and take the job or so you can win some fucking games next year. Okay. So, I mean, otherwise, we won't see how well the Freeman experience goes. (laughs) So, um, we'll have to wait till we're year three. Yeah. So, I mean, to be honest with you, that's the way it works with most Notre Dame head coaches. If you don't win the national title in your third year, you don't win one. So that's that's an honest-to-God <laughs> fact. 
Newt Rockney, Eric Parsegian, uh, Dan Devine, really? Lou Holtz, and Frank Leahy. They all won their first if they won multiples or or their lone title at Notre Dame in their third year. Brian Kelly made it to the title game in his third year, did not win it. Uh, so, <laughs> but that's that's a fact about Notre Dame. You can look that up. That's a fun one. No, very good. That was that was a very good talk. I didn't I didn't mean to throw us off with the uh, oh you're good the Ohio State Michigan stuff, but good thoughts. No, no, good thoughts with the quarterback. And Johnny, here's the thing about the Ohio State Michigan thing. There's only been a couple times in history where they've met, met up in uh, games where like this year where they were two three. Uh, 2006, they were 1-2. So it mm-hmm. made for really interesting games. And that game in 2006, if it was the playoff, they both would have gotten in the playoff. But because it was the BCS and all that shit. Um, mm-hmm. But that was a great game. That was a 41-38 final, I think. That was a great football game. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't get a lot of these matchups for these big schools to play against each other again. Now, last year, the BCS, I believe it was last year, it was LSU and Alabama playing again. They played it in fantastic defensive minded game in the regular season where LSU won nine to six in overtime. Jeez. It was a ridiculously defensive game. It was yeah. fun as hell to watch. So do you think the new playoff format is going to allow for more matchups like this? Possibly. I mean, yeah. just depends on how people are seated. I mean, I like it because you get more opportunities for a team. Like last year you had coastal Carolina. Yeah. They could have been in the playoff or two years ago it was coastal Carolina. Like that shit is so interesting where a team like that could get on the map in that way. And that increases their recruiting. So maybe they can start to build something and move into a higher tier conference eventually. So, I mean, like that, that's fascinating to me. Go ahead. No, but do you know what it also does, Sean? Hmm. It ensures almost that Alabama will always be in it no matter what. Well, yeah. So this year where we push them out on the periphery, they would be in it when it takes over, when it starts again, and they could just run the table and, and win another championship. But it also means that if Notre Dame finishes in the top eight, they're probably in. No, no, I, no, no, I get Listen, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, but I do think it, it leads the potential for something like that. No, well, yeah. Because I think, I think an Alabama team with two, I, even an Alabama team, if they had three losses and they still made it, which would be hard if they wanted the teams that made it anyway, is still probably better than some of the other teams that would be there oh, yeah. with one or two losses. So they would still, have, they, they still have a chance to roll, tie, roll, you know what I mean? And whereas yeah. I'd like, look, none of us wanted them to be in the playoff. Not, you no. know, we, we're all sick of seeing them. And now it yes. just, it opened, this opens the door for them to be there, you know, up until, Sabian leaves. Yeah. Well, Sabian was the GM of the Giants. This is Sabian. Uh, Sabian. <laughs> we knew what you meant. We knew it. This is true. Uh, the San Francisco hey, Giants, the baseball ones. Uh, he, was, he, was, he, was, he was good himself. He was. Uh, the fucking Giants were in the playoffs for 12 years. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I lost my thought. I had something that's gone. So we'll good. cut yeah. that part out. So, Let's talk about some of these bowl games. I've got Go uh, one, two, three, four. Uh, we, we'll get through them. Uh, so first game that I find of interest is this Saturday. Uh, the Las Vegas no Bowl. Yeah. No way. <laughs> Florida yeah. versus Oregon State. Yeah. Okay. 2.30 on some channel. Uh, the next <laughs> one next one is Monday, December 19th. 
We got Marshall versus UConn in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. <laughs> yeah. That's at 2.30 p.m. Uh, that's a bowl I'll, team. That's a bowl team that Notre Dame lost to at home. Bowl I'll team. T-bow it. I'll T-bow it. Yeah. All uh, right. Jim Mora Jr. I do <laughs> <laughs> Don't call me Junior, Jim Mora. Uh, yeah. <laughs> playoffs. Got to win a game Playoffs. Uh, <laughs> greatest thing ever, ever. <laughs> and he, you know, even the we know who they thought they were, who they thought yeah. we were. Any of that bullshit? Just his face. Hey, hey what do you think about the play playoffs? <laughs> gotta win a game <laughs> first. Game. Playoffs? Like, you're talking about playoffs? <laughs> it was almost. It, 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 Allen Iverson's practice is almost there, but not quite. Jim, just Jim Moore's. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? And just, uh, just his, just fantastic. And you know what the thing was like? Jim Mora was that coach. He was good enough. He had those teams good, and then it just, it always, it bottomed out. It petered every year. It just didn't matter where he was. They just, they would start high and and finish low. So Robert Sala is the is that version of uh, this year's well, uh, still, you know, and- <laughs> still still early. I look, they're, they're trying to build something. So. I know. I'm kidding. I know. Uh, yeah. December twenty. 20- oh, go ahead. No. What are you saying, Johnny? I was going to say no one expected the Jets to be what they are. Oh, right God, now. no. I didn't expect <laughs> the Jets to be what they are right now. Uh, December twenty seventh, Wisconsin versus Oklahoma State in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. That game is so good. They're playing it at ten fifteen at night. On a fucking Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> December 28th, you got Kansas versus Arkansas in the Liberty Bowl at 5.30 p.m. And then after that, if you're looking for a second round, you got Oregon versus North Carolina in the Holiday Bowl at 8 p.m. So, uh, December 29th, you got Syracuse versus Minnesota at Yankee Stadium in the Pinstripe Bowl. Yeah. That's at 2 p.m. Nice. Uh, I might be attending time- that. Nice. I believe the last time Syracuse played at Yankee Stadium, they got blown out by the air. They got destroyed. Yeah, no, they killed them. Uh, (laughs) Also on December 29th, you got Oklahoma versus Florida State in the Cheez-It Bowl. That's at 5.30 p.m. And then for a nightcap, you got Texas versus Washington in the Alamo Alamo Dome in San Antonio at 9 p.m. So a couple good games that day. December 30th. This is where it really begins. You got Notre Dame versus mm-hmm. South Carolina in the Gator Bowl at 3.30 p.m. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I think Notre Dame could lose that game. Uh, <laughs> it's a tough That's South Carolina team. Uh, also that evening at 8 p.m., you got the Orange Bowl between Tennessee and Clemson. Hmm. So Pretty good. Yeah. You got two Orange teams playing against each other in the Orange Bowl. <laughs> Not playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gonna say, Fuck this, I'm not watching this It's too much orange <laughs> It's all this orange shit Alright, December 31st, you got Alabama versus Kansas State In the Sugar Bowl at 12pm That's the lead-in to the playoff games Okay so You got the Sugar Bowl, Fiesta, and then Peach Bowl All on New Year's Eve To bring you right into the new year From 12 to like 11.30 at night So awesome. get yourself some drinks Get yourself some chips, some cheese dip Some buffalo dip, whatever you're into mm-hmm. Get that shit together because you got a full day of football on Saturday, December 31st. And then January 2nd, you got LSU versus Purdue in the Citrus Bowl, USC versus Tulane in the Cotton Bowl. <laughs> for fuck's sake. And then you got 
And then you got Utah versus Penn State in the uh, granddaddy of them all, the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. So, uh, some obviously you have a bunch of other games with a bunch of other mid-major teams in them and 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 middle to lower level uh, major yeah. conference teams, but six hundred people in the stands. Well, yeah, so nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I think these are all good games and they should be fun to watch. Um, so. Unfortunately, Florida versus Oregon State is taking place right in the middle of NFL coverage this Saturday, so they're kind of screwed. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, though, that's that's you know the planning is. There's some games being played like Thursday. <laughs> I'm like, why? Is this well, they unusual? Always, they, they, they always started with those early games, but but like you said, they would t- like the Hawaii Bowl would always be one of them, and there was nobody ever there. And it always well, involved Hawaii. Jude the, Jones would be on the sidelines, <laughs> fucking in a Hawaiian shirt. And his with a lay on. With a lay on. Yeah, they had, like you said, 400 people. The state, you, you saw more metal in the stands than, than actual <laughs> bodies and seeds. It was, it was, t- it, it, I don't even know why they start these games that early. I mean, I guess they have, they try to run it out and string it out. But like you said, some of these games are horrific. They were awful. Do you want to hear who's playing in the Hawaii Bowl on uh, Christmas Eve this year? This year? Hawaii. Let's let's hear it. Middle Tennessee State versus San Diego State. That sounds about as exciting as getting a (laughs) fucking (laughs) colon exam. Yeah, yeah, in a stadium where there's going to be nobody. Hey, man, at least those players get the free trip to Hawaii. That's kind of cool. You 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 had the the text coming in fast and furious. We just been busy. I was at the giant. I, we'll talk about it yeah. later. I was at the giant game Sunday. Ridiculous. Cool. Looked like a fun so, one. Yeah, not exactly. <laughs> it was. You could have watched twelve straight punts like I did on Sunday before some yeah. shit happened. <laughs> uh, that quarterback was in and out so many goddamn times. <laughs> the quarterback almost died, and then he was yeah. like, you would have, they would have had to peel me off the field. I was like, Mike, they almost did. <laughs> he, took, he, he, took, he took a good hit. He took a good shot. Took two from the same guy. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, even it was clean, the one that, you know, eventually is the one that really hurt. They were great, great fucking tackles, both of them. I was yeah. like, oh, and he was down. I was like, oh, God, Zach Wilson's going to be back next week. Oh, God. <laughs> is Zach Wilson his backup right now? Like, was he dressed for the game? No. No. Flacco was. Flacco, and they put him in, and he I only fumbled saw immediately. <laughs> Johnny, I saw the highlights. He did not look like he even wanted to be there. <laughs> it, it, Flacco didn't even look like he wanted. And I think he's giving it. Look, the guy's retiring. He's he's done. Flacco yeah. was Danny Glover in every <laughs> Lethal Weapon movie. He's like, I'm too old for this shit. It was. I used- That's funny. When when Mike White went out, Flacco was looking around like, who? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I gotta go. I heard no, the, no, 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 no. the kid, the kid, but yeah, the kid, he's not dressed. That's yeah, he's fine. A him in. Gives a fuck. <laughs> that's when he throws the best. You guys saw him at his combine day. That's what he does. Street well, clothes and throws bombs. Back. Yeah, he said he's he's fine. He, he says he wants supposedly. To yeah. Oh boy. Just in time to play the Lions. Yeah. Yeah. We're on yeah. a hot streak. Like, Fucking like yippee. Said. Oh, and then Thursday, we got to play the fucking Jags. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should beat the Jags. The you Titans should. can't beat the Jags. 
Yeah, the Titans, I don't think, are a real team, though. The only thing I keep doing is watch, look at it like the Jets' schedule and go, shit. And then I go, wait, we have a good defense. We have a good defense. So hopefully we can keep some teams that, and Miami keeps losing. They had another game against Buffalo this weekend. I'm like, come on, keep the losses rolling. Uh, so, <laughs> all right, uh, let's get into the NFL. Okay. Um, <laughs> hey, that's a good segue. All right. The Bills been on fire. They went to Detroit, won two games there. Uh-huh. They then come home. They beat the Pats. They beat the Jets. Bills are looking good. Still, though, ha- have only put up like 37 total points against the Jets defense. So, and if C.J. Mosley doesn't go diving over the center on a play where the Pat, where, where the Bills were never going to say hut, <laughs> that game, who knows how that game ends. But it is what it is. Uh, but the Bills have won four in a row looking good as they head into the tail end of their uh, season. The Steelers, for about a minute, looked like they could be a team that could be scary these last four weeks of the season. And then they lost to the Ravens' second-slash-third-string quarterbacks. <laughs> and I was like, oh, they're done. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've read reports that Tomlin could be on the hot seat in Pittsburgh. That's just stupid. Which yeah. is crazy. I yeah. like just because, like you said, these they've had three coaches for the last 400 years. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. And look, and I know sometimes you have to change, but each each of the previous two left on their own terms. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for him, look, he's always had the team rally. He, he just like, he's never had a to, no it, losing. It's amazing season. the consistency that that organization has had yeah. since the inception. It's it's nuts. And they could still finish nine and eight. Their schedule is not that hard down the stretch. We'll you play the happens. Browns. They play some other teams. I think the Browns. They do play uh, the Browns. So. <laughs> <laughs> they will get a win there, probably. I will tell you this, though. If they did fire him or let him go, or it was a mutual parting of the ways or anything, they would bring in one of these new wave coaches. And they'd be good and, for 15 and I guarantee, years. And I guarantee that organization would be set back a few years. Of It would just be pure mediocrity and everything else. And, and I'm not to say one style's better, but they've just ran the organization. Like I said, when you when you have success for so long, there's really no reason. I, I don't. You, you can't say, well, it's it's the changing of the time. You got to change the guard. You know, you, if you don't have the players, you, you you your coach will get the best out of play. And like Sean says, if they, if they go nine and eight, well, shit, they had a good year. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, had. absolutely. And, and if Kenny Pickett doesn't get hurt. Way. If Kenny yeah. Pickett doesn't get hurt, they win that game. But that's well, when you have saying, to bring in and, Mitch and, fucking Trubisky. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, so I, once again, I, I think it's really up to him to decide when he would want to leave. And he, and he might be sick of it also at some point and say, fuck it too. But yeah, sure. God, once he, they he, bring in, once they bring in somebody else, it's going to be a little different. He would have his pick of the jobs in the league. Oh, Absolutely. No, no, but I'm just saying he might not. He just might not want to. Come. Oh, he could go to TV and make millions yeah. as well. Like, yeah. so, yeah, I, I, I hear he likes to use the word motherfucker a lot, though. I don't know if they'll, if they'll put him <laughs> on air or that often. But I think put Bill him on Cowell Amazon. Was, Bill yeah. Cowell was the same way. So, him and RG three together, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah, I heard RG RG three said something last night that people were not yeah. happy about. Oh, yeah. I would. 
What did he say? What I can't he... say it. I'll get canceled some, too. Some like he's actually black. Thing. I can't say yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, he did say. Yeah, I didn't hear this. All right, I'll, I'll take it out. He said talking yeah. about how like I forget what quarterback it was isn't very good or whatever. I think it, it was the guy for Arizona, Kyler. He wasn't talking about Kyler like that, was yeah, he? Yeah, because it was the it was that game. It was Arizona Patriots. They were talking, yeah. about. but he, he was saying all these, <laughs> and all of a sudden it was like, like social media lit up. You got Robert Griffin the third saying racist things on TV. I was, I had to look it up. I was like, what did he say? Yeah. I, was yeah. like, I didn't know that was a racial term. I well, it, yeah, it's... <laughs> I did. I, I was bringing it back. I didn't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, that's not that, really. That... I just, I had no idea. I was like, did he say the N-word on TV? Uh, that's yeah, that's what yeah, I thought at first. Poor RG3. Uh, he's one of, one of he's no fuck right. him. He is one of the worst analysts on fucking college football games. People <laughs> are like he's done such a great job. I'm like, do you listen to him? <laughs> it's <was> awful. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the NFL. Detroit right. has won two in a row. Yes, they have. <laughs> They're about to win a third in a row back in New York, so good for them. (laughs) They could make the playoffs. There's an outside chance, depending on what your team does and what Seattle does, uh, that could really lean towards Detroit potentially making a run at the playoffs. God bless Dan Campbell. He's done a great job with that team. Yeah. Yep. Jerry Goff looks like a pro, like he could get back to his Pro Bowl form. The defense looks good, like – very impressed with what Dan Campbell has done in, in, in Detroit. Uh, next headline. I just wrote a bunch of headlines. Uh, Jets play tough, but come up short in back-to-back weeks. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Was a little disappointed in the game in Minnesota, more so than the game against Buffalo. I thought they should have won the game in Minnesota. Uh, I didn't realize this at first when, when White threw the second interception until Craig Carton pointed it out on his morning show on Fox Sports. That I listen to every day at work while I'm doing my shit. Uh, no, I listen. It's like listening to the radio. Uh, but he missed Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore was wide open on that. Yes. Yeah, I, yeah, that's what they, yeah. And he just and he tried to put it in a very tight window, and obviously that didn't work out. But he's had three games back as a starter for the Jets. He's won one, lost two, and he's thrown for nearly three. Has thrown for three hundred in every game, yeah. or just about three hundred in every game. He's been insane. So, like, I don't fault Mike White for any of the Jets, whatever. Uh, Flacco fumbled the one ball this weekend. Then uh, Michael Carter fumbled the other one was when they were driving. Like, if if Flacco punts and say we get a field goal out of that drive, then you have a shot at winning the game later on. So, like, it, it is what it is. But, um, yeah, nothing you do about it. Just got to try to finish strong in these last four. Uh, next headline, Giants are falling apart right now. They're not only are they injured all over the field. Well, I, have, I have a comment about the Eagles game real quick. I, I almost texted you this the other day, but I figured you were at the stadium. and It was going to be hard to get texts anyway. That play where Devontae Smith scored his second touchdown, where mm-hmm. the safety went for the pick instead of lighting him the fuck up, is a product of today's NFL. A hundred percent. Because yeah. if this was 15 years ago, he would have he, destroyed he would have been him. Crushed. He would yeah. have fucking Devonte Smith would have been cut in half. Yeah. Uh, like, and I, I saw the play and I went because the game was on here locally. So I streamed oh. the Jets game, how I do, and <laughs> I was watching the other game, 
And I saw that play and I was like, oh, this is exactly a product of what the NFL is now. Because 15 years ago, he is dead. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. And and that was at the end zone that we were sitting. So that wasn't too too far from us coming right at us. And and let me tell you, and that's that's at at worst, you know, not he doesn't, I mean, at best, rather, for the Giants, he's not catching it. He would have never held on to that ball. No. Because if he would have zoned in on him, he got there going for the thing. He would have got there as soon as the ball would have made contact with him. Yep. He would have knocked it free. And, and I'm not saying you hurt somebody anyway, but when a receiver gets jolted, like he would have been blasted, yeah. It, yeah. it changes the whole outcome of the game, running those routes for the rest of the game. It just, it was a bad, it was a bad read. It was a, it, it, Sean, you're exactly right. 15, forget it, take it 25 years ago. Like you said, he would have been laying in a stretcher. Because yeah. the guy would have just – he would have went at him no matter what, not even thinking about going for the ball. What's funny is I was watching the play going, oh, he's going to light him up. And then I saw yeah. him go like this to make the catch, and I was like, and that's what? <laughs> and, you're doing that with, and you're doing that with nobody behind you. That's the difference yeah. in the game too. You're Even if you don't think you can 100% make the play, you have to realize if it's past you, you're, you're finished. You're the last line of defense. So if you cannot get there – I, look, I, I can't fault him for wanting to do what he did, but his main job is to stop the touchdown. Yeah. And he would have done that if he would have made the contact. Then even then, if you get you make the contact and you get a penalty, it's only 15 yards. Mm. It wouldn't yeah. have been a pass interference. It wouldn't have been a spot foul. No. At the yeah. worst, it would have been unnecessary roughness or hitting a defenseless receiver, wherever the hell it would have been. It would have right. been 15 yards. And, and, you have another chance to keep them off, at least keep them from getting seven. Sure. Um, so it, it's tough because you want to watch football. We grew up watching football a certain way, all three of us, no matter, no matter what, because we're, we're of that age. Johnny, you're 39. I'll be 39 in August. Uncle Johnny, you're 50, 50, 50. Uh, you'll be 51 in, in January. Well, I'll be 51 a couple of, yeah. Yeah. So it's one of those things where you're like, I don't know. I, I I would have hit him. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I, I would have dropped my shoulder like, into his chest like Rudy in, in at Notre Dame practice. Like just yeah. boom, lit him the Sean, fuck up. But you're 100 percent right. And like you said, if they would have first, I mean it would have been look, if he would have led and, and tried to jump at him and do he could have even just wrapped them up and just draw, you know, and just tack, yeah. tackled him. But, but you know what? Like you said, there's nothing he could have done the blast and the shove, and it would have been a clean play as long as he didn't go for his head or anything else. And and like you said, you're breaking up, you're breaking up the pass. That's what you're there for. And uh, it was shit. Like I said, and once he flew past them, I said, here comes the bullshit. And you know, you know, here's another thing about that game. They didn't for the first two quarters. They didn't run the ball at all. The Eagles. They didn't even try to. And he didn't really scramble a lot, like where he was running a ton. Yeah, it was a lot the of pressure. Have a, the, the best part of their defense right now is their defensive line. And Martindale's a good coordinator. He never he said no pressure. There was no blitzing. You were afraid of getting beat by the pass, but yet you knew they were passing every down, and you weren't even near guys. You weren't near them to be quite whatever zone you were playing. There was guys wide open all day long. It was just it was very hard to look. The Eagles are much better than the Giants right now, and I get that. But at the same token, you know, the Giants are banged up. It's a division game. They didn't have to win it to still be in the playoff hunt. 
But at the same time, the fucking Cowboys were 18-point favorites against the fucking worst team in the league. And that team almost beat them. Almost they won. Yep. Fight. They, the Cowboys were in, in fucking almost lost. And you did nothing against the Eagles. You didn't get in their way. You did nothing. The only thing that could maybe the confidence, you could sneak a win in week eight, 18 against them because they'll be overconfident. They might not play anybody. You still might need the game. It's just it's hard to see. It's hard to watch when that happens. Yeah. Um, I had the Cowboys minus 17 and a half. <laughs> there you go, buddy. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> but who would have expected what the game was? Well, what's funny is at that point I was rooting for the, te- the Texans to win. And then when the Texans just let them go down the field, I was like, well, not even that. When they didn't kick the field goal on fourth down, like I was like, I get why you try to win it there. But at the same time, you got to make them score a touchdown. They scored one anyway. But I was like, at least make them score the touchdown. Like, sure. it was just, it made me mad. It was so like, this is stupid. Not only are you guys, not only are you guys going to fuck up my bet, but you're also going to do this stupid shit at the end of it. Well, but that's, that's the market of bad organization. Like you said, look, they have nothing to play, you know, Going for everything is fine. I understand that. But in the same way, when you're a losing organization like that, you lose a game like that that you could have possibly won. Mm-hmm. You could have knocked off the better team. And and decisions made throughout the game lead to the outcome that everybody thought. You're going to lose. You just didn't get your ass kicked. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's bragging rights for three years for, for the Texans. Oh, yeah. In state. Beat them, in state. would have beat them. That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, all right. Next thing, Tennessee looks like a one and done. They're just, yeah. They they're the best of that shitty division, uh-huh. and they're immediately going to get slapped in the face by whoever they play in the first. They game. are losing game one. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, Baltimore without uh, what the hell is his name? That's him. That's him. Uh, Lamar. <laughs> Lamar Jackson. Baltimore without Lamar survives back to back weeks. But didn't look good in either effort. Um, uh, also, him not taking a contract, extremely stupid. Especially he, now he's got a bum leg, right, bro? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, is is he how like what's wrong with him? Me. I mean, do they? Is it like something he's out the rest sprain. of the season? No, no, it's okay. a sprain. But but then again, he's a sprain. Three weeks, but a sprain could be though, depending on the person. Yeah. How, well, it could how, be a lot more too. Yeah. They're just calling it what it is, and it doesn't. Whenever you do come back, doesn't mean that you won't do something to it after that. Yeah. Um. Next headline: Deshaun is not very good. Yeah, that's <laughs> been fun to watch. Real <laughs> fun. Right, Johnny, you take the reins on this one, bud. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean they. Um, Apparently, those Texan massage therapists are better than those ones in Cleveland. <laughs> Joe Burrow has not beaten the Browns yet. He was well, 0 he, 4 against the Browns. Well, he did. And then playing Baker Mayfield and then um, Brissett this first, you know, like third game of the season or whatever. Those guys all beat Joe Burrow and the Bengals. And then Desha- the $230 million guaranteed Deshaun Watson comes in and gets destroyed by them. Like he didn't even look good. They stopped running the ball with Chubb. Um, yeah, I don't get that. I don't either. I don't either. And if I've anything, he but... makes Deshaun more potent because then you could run an RPO. 
Yeah. The few oh, RPOs cool. I've seen them try get derailed so fast. Like, they're just, I don't know. I don't know what the problem is with them. I, I mean, I know he hasn't played in, like, what, 700 some days or whatever. Sure, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but here's the thing with that. You, he's always had a cannon. Like, yeah. now he can't throw a ball five yards without bouncing it. Like, yeah, he throws it too low or too high. Did he um, not pick up a football for 700 days? And he's been with the team since like October. He came back and he's been practicing. And I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's I don't know if he's got the jitters and he hears nothing but booze the whole time and can't shake That's, it. But I think he's in he is in that position. It really yeah. it no, it it doesn't matter what they do. People think he's a shithead. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, like he could go as well as we always say, like when these guys come back. Like, even Michael Vick, when he came back, it was like people still hated him for what he did. But whatever team he was playing on, if he was going to march you towards a playoff win, I mean, God forbid if, they, if he would have gotten to the Super Bowl. But if if you would do it, they tend to forget. But what I'm saying, it's still fresh for Watson. Yeah. And, like, he's just got a ton of pressure. I and just, for I... the fact that people think he should have been suspended for the whole season again. People yeah. let him come back. You know, so... now he's <laughs> – Yeah. At this point, it's weird for me who's somebody that every time they're on, you know, of course I'm super into it, rooting for the team. But these past two games, when he comes out onto the field, I'm kind of just like, fuck this guy. (laughs) Just give the ball to Nick Chubb. Can Brissett come back in? Here's here's (laughs) the thing with him. If he – obviously – I I hate saying obviously because I wasn't there. I don't know. Are you sure – I'm positive. You know, you know. I, 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 I was not in that hotel room that the pe- Texans paid for. Um, that nobody wants to talk about, by the way. Yeah. Uh, anywho, if I was him, I would just play the villain. Like be the heel. Be the heel. Oh, like not just, on, like uh, don't don't be like you know like oh yeah I did this that and the other like no of course not like but like. Especially if you did this, that, and the other, and there's some problems, right? But, like, if people are going to boo you, fucking let them. Yeah. Fucking let them. Get them to do it more. Do, like, the whole thing. Come on, on, bring it. Like, I'm not saying, like, I'm not trying to defend Deshaun Watson. That's not what I'm trying to do here. Like, because I'm not. But, again, I I wasn't in the room. I don't know what did or didn't happen. Obviously, 20-some-odd women came forward with, with things that they felt uncomfortable with. But at the same yes. time, I don't know why or how. The whole right. James well, Winston thing at Florida State stemmed from the fact that maybe he didn't uh, uh, sexually assault the woman, but there are reports that ma- he just made her feel like shit afterwards. Right. Like he yeah. did some things and was like, all right, bitch, go. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. Sean, I you thought there was more you, to it or whatever. So, like, this is you, a lot you of make a things. good point about this because, like, basically, what he's done is what guys do throughout this country every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the problem is they go into a place that that's accepted. He was dealing with professionals. It's not saying he put his hand up people's skirts and shit. You know what I mean, like that. But he definitely egged them on to do stuff that they were not comfortable with. Yes, because yeah. that's not what they do. So right. I mean, nobody's sitting there calling him a rapist or doing whatever. The problem is, is he kept doing it and he should have read the signal that most of this is girls, not okay. <laughs> yes, yeah. but they didn't, they didn't part. They didn't like this. 
Yeah. You know, Louis C.K. asked women if he could jerk off in front of them. You know, even when they said no, he decided, hey, let me do this anyway. I'm not True. bothering you. Now, he didn't touch him. He didn't do anything. And he had to sit on the sidelines for a little while. So yeah. Deshaun Watson can get paid. The problem is, like you said, in his head, he probably did. Look, he knows he did wrong because of what happened. But he, as much as he wants to push on with football, like, like, like Johnny says, the guy gets booed the second he walks into out of the, the tunnel, into, into, into yeah. the light. So, and that's what's just going to happen. And look, some guys are built for it. Some guys aren't. So, you know, yeah. this might play. The problem with the Browns is them giving him that kind of money and making that trade. That was the problem. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. Nobody should have done that till they realized what he was and how he was going to get past. You see, they said, well, fuck it. He's past it. He'll, he's a football player. He'll be, maybe he does have more More, emotion than, than, than the team is banking on. And this is sticking with him. And he figures this might be something that sticks with him the rest of his life. Yeah. If I was his PR representative, if I was his public relations person or the Browns public relations person, I would suggest the Browns and him make a donation of a substantial amount to like battered women, something, something, yeah, something. If, yeah, if, he's, if he's having that much of like a mental thing around it and even maybe do like a local ad in TV, go like, listen, I understand what is perceived and maybe he can't because law legal reasons. I don't know. Yeah. But he could always do something to go, listen, I will never, I promise I will never let down the city of Cleveland. I will never do anything again in my life that, that could be perceived incorrectly. I understand why things look a certain way, but I want you to know from bottom of my heart that that is not how I intended anything to be. And here's a donation from me in this amount, a substantial sum of money since he's getting 230 million guaranteed. Yeah, or it's you know, at any like abuse, rape, any kind of of those foundations. I know that sounds so sick and cold hearted and everything else, and I get that. But if that is something that he truly is dealing with, it could be the smartest move he makes. And if anybody who listens is gonna be like, Sean, you are a sick fuck, and I get that. <laughs> but if you're looking at it from the business of football standpoint. For him to get wherever or whatever, if I was a, if I was in the Browns organization, this is what I would suggest. And, you and know, then, wasn't what wasn't a good move on his part is after he got sacked one time in the game, and he is laying on his back. He lifted his leg in the air and rubbed his leg up and down like a massage, and then it was. I've seen nothing but. There's so many fucking memes of that now, just on all. Really, like, I haven't yeah. seen. I haven't seen one meme. Like of that. he was just. I think he was just like rubbing out yeah. a cramp. Yeah. And then, but it was just in the middle of the field. It's, it's open <laughs> season, Johnny. It's open season on this it, guy. It was. I, they haven't played a home game yet with him. You know, maybe he comes out to cheers in that game. I don't know. Um. It's, in other it's news, terrified now that the entire world is going to think that I'm a terrible human being. By the way, well, no, well, I, I, I think I think you were just trying to say it, it's almost the moving. Look, I I don't know what what happens with the civil suits and stuff, but yeah. you're just saying, look, he, he, let's face it. If this plays with his head for the whole time, the guy's just going to have to leave the game. I yeah. mean, yeah. I know you got to walk away from money at some point, but and and look, none of us here are saying what was me for. Did you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, not saw, at all. 
No, we, we yeah. don't feel bad from he made his own bad leg. Sean said the Texans should have a little culpability in this as well. I agree. You know, but they skated. But the point being is, look, hey, fuck it. If the guy can't handle it, he's going to have to leave. And that's that would be best for the team after a while to say, look. And once again, we're being this is the early stages of it. But if he plays the rest of the season shitty and he comes in next year and it doesn't get better, you say, look, I'm hanging up the cleats. I'm giving away the money because, you know, whatever. Well, however, you could give it away and walk away and let the team move on. Yeah. What? How many years is it? Uh, five years. So it'll be four starting next year. It'll be four full seasons. Yeah. They should have kept Baker. Look, Baker comes yeah. out. Well, we're getting there. We're getting there. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, we'll move on from oh, Johnny with the cutoff. I know. Off, <laughs> We're getting there. Uh, Seattle goes up and down more often than Jenna Jameson between wins and losses. Uh, <laughs> uh, they're good one week, they're bad the next. I don't know what to make of them. Well, that's what they are. That's the team they are, man. That's you kind of root, you root for Gino, right? You want him to get to the playoffs because yeah, everything of he's been through, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you're like, man. You're playing a team like Carolina. You gotta be. You gotta beat Sam Darnold. Stop it. I agree. I agree. Um, the Dolphins are seeing their playoff hopes slip away in back-to-back weeks after losing to. They lost to the Chargers this week, and I forget who they lost to last week. I thought they won last week. Well, no. Let me look it up. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got to try. You got it. All right. Because yeah, the ESPN website. Oh, Christ. Oh, did, it, did it show up? No, it was a damn ad on ESPN because I have to. So wait, what are, we, what are we looking at? Week 12? Uh, 14. Oh, 13. Because this was oh, 14. Uh, week 13. They lost to the 49. is 33-17. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Hey, what about Purdy? We're getting there. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, the Dolphins, they, they, their schedule doesn't get any easier. They got to play the Pats, the Jets, and the and, and the uh, Bills. So they got three con- in, in division games, two of them on the road in cold weather. Uh, so they, they could start to fall apart here very quickly. Um, well, I mean, you got to look at it, too, also from the fact that Tua was always going to be the question mark. Mm-hmm. Except going in this year, and even in these laws, you know, he's done his job, and the yeah. team seems to lose sometimes. So I don't think that was part of the game plan. They weren't bagging on that. They figured any good player, especially for the yardage he's throwing for, mm-hmm. hey, if you get four hundred yards out of him uh, during a game, you know, three fifty, four hundred, you figure the, the organization thinks they're winning. Yeah. And when that doesn't happen, it's like fuck. Where do we go from here? Let's just hope they lose out and the Jets sneak on in. That, that's it, Shawnee. There you go. That's my hope. Uh, <laughs> you like that. Very much so. All right. You painted a bleak picture. <laughs> 49ers, no G, all purdy. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. Uh, beat, beat Tom Brady, right? In his yeah, first really, ever start. Yeah, a big deal about him being Mr. Irrelevant, too. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, he, he won and and – as long as they're able to keep running the ball and play good defense, they should be fine with him managing the game. I mean, I agree. When they get to the playoffs, it might be a little tougher. Could be back too. What's his issue? Uh, he hurt his ankle or his knee or something. His foot. That's what it was. It was. They thought it was a Liz Frank injury or yeah. whatever. 
but it turned it out not to be. So he could be back for the playoffs if I remember. Yeah. Liz Frank or whatever. It's like Maybe. that tendon in your foot. He could lose it for him in the NFC Championship game. As he does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Debo Samuel's out for the potentially the rest of the regular season yeah, uh, with a, a high ankle walk. sprain. Um, mm-hmm. Jerry Rice was not too happy about them running their uh, skill position players up the middle. Uh, he does not like that. <laughs> He's not a fan. <laughs> All right. Uh, next, Chiefs need to step it up. They just lost to the Bengals, and they played a very close one with the with the uh, Broncos. Yeah. They, they win games by six nothing. to seven points every time yeah. they play. Like, they're beatable, man. Like, they the are Chiefs very are beatable. Team. They don't. They don't put anybody away. No. They let teams linger, and and sometimes those teams are going to win. It's that's about. It's what it comes down to. Take yeah. nothing away from their talent. They just they don't control games ever. It's like watching Notre Dame play Navy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sean, before you guys move on to the next topic, I'm going to let you guys go. Let I'll send you my picks. I hope you guys have a good holiday, though. Enjoy Pennsylvania. You couldn't get through the NFL. No, because you're you're. I'm good. I, I'm gonna go to bed. Uh, Take care, John. Later. Be good, bud. Have a good one. Hey, make sure you drink some warm milk before you lay down. I have been this whole time, so I'm nice and tired. You're gonna pee about seven times. Uh, later, guys. Bye, later, buddy. Bud. What a woman. Uh, all right. Yes. <laughs> All right, next up, Chargers can't decide what they are. They lose a game to Vegas, and they beat the Dolphins. They don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, Raiders have the same issues as other teams where Suns take over. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> I mean, you got Al Davis's son with the bad haircut. You have <laughs> uh, the Steinbrenner boy with the Yankees. You got the Dolan... <laughs> Guy with the Knicks, like if, if a son takes over, fucking forget about it. Unless you're the Mars or the Roonies, forget about it. Yeah, now the Raiders are they're in bad shape. I mean, I think they basically fold up the rest of the year. And it's funny because don't you want and look, I mean, obviously, not if you you want Derek Carr to be real good. He's easy to root for. Yeah, absolutely. But, but he just and not that he's not good. He just doesn't get – he can't get – well, and, like, look, it's a team game, and I get it, but he just can't – he can't get that team to where they need to be. No. All right, next up, we got Dallas wins big and wins tight. Either way, they're still 2-0 yeah. and o after uh, the last two games, so. Yeah. Um, they're, they're sued to clinch a playoff berth. Uh, the Bucks are in the same boat as the Titans. See what I did there? Yeah, no, you did good. Nice. One and done. Uh, they're, when they're did you write be... that? You had to write that on Sunday, right? No, like 20 minutes, <laughs> like an hour and 20 minutes ago. <laughs> nice, buddy. I like it. I like it. Uh, they are. God, I should have gotten into sports writing. Uh, <laughs> at least the headlines. Uh, but yeah, no, the Tom Brady looks fucking terrible. He threw a pass <laughs> to Mike Evans the other day during the San Francisco game when they were still down <laughs> like 14 to nothing or whatever, 10 nothing, something like that on a fourth down and goal that was maybe four feet off, was maybe three feet off the ground. Sorry, not four feet, three feet off the ground and six feet behind Mike Evans. Yeah. I was like, this, what the, f- 
fuck are you doing? Like, just retire. Just go home. Like, like I said, as as much as I, I was Tom Team Brady in his in his in his divorce. Yeah, Giselle was right. He should have hung it the fuck up. No, oh, yeah, <laughs> she was right about that. He should. She was he absolutely right. He should have gone home. Should have hung out with the kids and her. And he'd still have his family, and he wouldn't be embarrassing himself at the end. And and Sean, what you also realize too is he shouldn't have been so fast to you know want to get Aaron's out of there, Aaron's out of there off the sidelines, because obviously another terrible head coach, you know, better coordinator, Bowles wasn't the answer for this, no, you know. So no. I think that backfired on him a lot, also. Um, Nobody steering the ship. No, ah, nice. <laughs> hey, I wrote that nice. yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Panthers are sneaky. Could uh could take a bite out of the Bucks lead here near, pretty soon. I'm just gonna do bad puns the rest of the way. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's. <laughs> but no, for real, the Panthers they could sneak in. They if depending on how well we look at it, they could they could be on the top of the division. So yeah. There's a good chance that they could get there. Yep, absolutely. And how sick would that be? <laughs> it, it, like I said, Joe, look, we've talked about it nauseum. The, the, the league is just, it's not good all around. Look how many teams have three or four wins. Yeah, especially the AFC. The AFC's, and I'm, I'm not saying the NFC's better. I'm just saying, especially in the AFC, look, look how many three and four win teams you have. You know, we're going into week 14. And I'm not saying everybody has to be a bond burner. Let's put it this way. Even if, how many of those three or four win teams they have, and then the Giants sitting with seven wins, are in the same boat as those teams in terms of just uh, the Giants just had some good wins early on, yeah. which is nice. I, I mean, you like to see it, but they're really not much better than these three or four win teams. No. I mean, I think them versus the the uh, Bears right now would be a pick em. Definitely. Um, and I, you know what? They play this game now instead of a couple of weeks ago. The Bears might win. Yep. All right. Next up, Rams could win some, ruin some seasons thanks to Baker. Yeah. He looked good. I mean, I, I think they're sticking to the simple thought of keep it simple, stupid, right? Now, you know, let me ask you a question. Now, this, this was a funny thing, too, because obviously the Panthers, they're, they're releasing him. Yeah. They thought Jimmy G was going to be out, so the logical thing would be for the 49ers to try and get him. Yep. The Rams come out and say, hey, we're going to take a fly because now it's it's through the thing after it's you got waivers, yeah. waivers after the trade deadline. So do you think the Rams did it to shove it up the 49ers' ass? So they absolutely absolutely yeah. <laughs> they, they, that's it's the only reason, right? Sure. Yeah, 100 percent And they're gonna win some games down the stretch. <laughs> Yeah. Baker could be an intriguing option, depending on what Sam Bra- uh, not Sam Bradford, uh, fucking Matthew well, Stafford it, does at the end of the year. They did that to shove it up his ass, but then, yeah. So it, I just find it funny. Baker could end up in LA, like, yeah. or he could at least raise his value to where he could be picked up by maybe a New Orleans or somebody next season. So like, now the only thing is, you know, number seventeen is my number. He wasn't too happy that he got it. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you, Baker. It's a great number. That's funny. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. I've been following. We'll talk more about baseball in a second, but I've been following yeah. this one guy on Twitter who I'm pretty sure might work for the Mets. 
Okay. It's called at MLB rumors, but he's been uh-huh. on in on everything the Mets have done from Verlander really? to Senga to uh, Nimmo. He had Nimmo before anybody else. He had uh, Robertson before anyone else. Like he had a bunch of shit and he's been talking about the Mets talking about Correa. Now everybody in the media is reporting about the Mets talking about Correa. Really? I'm like, this is this Steve Cohen's burner? Is this Billy <laughs> Epler? Who the fuck is this? <laughs> so like, I'm just like, okay. So it, it's just really, it, it, he said he would only play third base with for, uh, to play with Francisco. Same. He said he was willing to do that. Yep. Wow. Just saying we'll get to, we'll get to the baseball in a second. We'll get to that. Okay. Uh, l- last thing, Kyler gets to play all the video games he wants going forward. Yep. Done. I feel bad for him. Non-contact injury, you know, blew out the ACL. It's confirmed. Uh, Schefter reported earlier. Yeah, uh, but it's been a bad season for this fucking Cardinals team. That's what I was gonna say. Sure, they were just having a terrible, terrible year. I think Cliff Kingsbury done. If, he, if he's not done, yeah. the owner's gonna say to him this off season, "This is your last chance." Okay. Yeah. You have to get to the playoffs, well, and be, you have to win a game. The word, the word so. was though that he, you know, they they do like him. They do like him and believe in him. I think they fucked up in signing him long term. Yeah. Uh, not Kingsbury. I'm talking about Kyler. No, you're talking about Murray. No, I'm yeah. saying they, they believe in Kingsbury, though. Yeah. They, they seems like they, they like him a lot. But Kingsbury, I mean, but Kyler does not fit in Cliff's offense. You know Correct. who kind of does? Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy. <laughs> was, yeah. But. Well, he's going to get his chance now. Yeah. So. Uh, should we pick the NFL games this week? Go ahead. Let's go. Do you have them Run up? Because I don't. No, I. you know what? I don't. I didn't print them. I didn't print All them. All right, no I thought, I thought you'd probably have them. I, I don't have them. To, usually, usually I would have, but for some I reason, have. I didn't write it down. I, I was just, like, doing everything else. I was like, oh. Well, on Fridays, I usually have them printed out. All right, so week 15. We're coming to you Tuesday tonight, folks, live. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But you'll hear it on Friday, so good for you guys. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> all right, Thursday night, you got the Niners at the Seahawks. <sighs> Seahawks definitely need the game, but I, I, you know what? I, how do you go against the Niners until they lose? I agree with that. I'm, I'm riding with Brock. Definitely. All right, Saturday, we got three games Saturday because NFL loves to do it. Uh, First game, Indy at Minnesota. I'm up. I'm I'm going Minnesota. Can I tell you, as, as bad as it's funny, because everybody thinks Minnesota is a pretend team, which you could say, okay, whatever. How they cannot, why would they lose to the Colts this week? You know, anything's possible because the league is what it is, but they have to come out and bury this team. <laughs> I'm going to put it this way. the I don't know if the Jets are better than the Lions. I think they're... Yeah. Even to be honest with you, they lost. They beat the Jets in a game they probably could have lost. They lost the Lions in a game they definitely lost. <laughs> Both of those teams are better than the Colts. Definitely. And the Vikings beat the teams they're supposed to beat. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. So I, I'm going Minnesota. Minnesota, me too. All right. All me right. Too. Late afternoon, Baltimore at Cleveland. Wish Johnny was on. Uh, yeah. 
I don't know who's starting for Baltimore. I have no idea if it's going to be Huntley with the yeah. concussion, Lamar with the knee sprain or the third string quarterback. But until the Browns show me something with Deshaun, I mean, they beat the Texans, but they beat them with defense and special teams. They didn't beat them with their offense. Uh-huh. I'm going Baltimore. Okay. now get, And then Johnny would like this. I'm going to go Cleveland just because of the situation in Baltimore. I, I think you're either going to have a hurt quarterback or a hurt quarterback who don't, you don't know what he's going to give you. And maybe shouldn't be playing either. I mean, I, they said one to three weeks. I think he shouldn't even be out there. Just let him but, rest of the playoffs. That's it. Exactly. So, so we'll see. So I think that might give the advantage to, to the Browns. Very close. Very close game. Especially with Baltimore because you already have the win over the Jets. So you yeah. know if it comes down to the seventh seed, you have that one up on the Jets. You get it, yes. Yeah, so rest rest them. Uh, the nightcap, which we can see at the Hampton Inn in Pennsylvania this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Miami at Buffalo. Yes. Uh, uh, I'm going Buffalo. Buffalo. As, as am I, because... Fuck the Dolphins. Uh, and that goes back for many years. That goes back to me being a child. That goes back to Chad Pennington, his year with the Dolphins. <laughs> Fuck the Dolphins. That's no it. Bills. Yeah, Bill, I, I, think, I think they won it. I don't even Might hate some the Bills. It's the funniest thing. I'm about to check. I'm, I'm on my phone now. Oh, for Christ, I hate the Weather Channel. Uh, I don't know why I have Wata on here, but Buffalo, New York. Right now it's 26, but yeah, it's supposed to snow on Saturday. Yes, yeah. One to three inches expected, and then one to three inches that night. There you go. See, so that game might be in the weather, and we'll see. I think it's a Bills game. Bills. it's It's a Bills win. Yep. All right. Oh, there's no buys this week, by the way. I think we're done with the buys. Uh so the last ones were last week, because week 14 is when teams need buys. Uh, Which is crazy. Yeah. No, listen, so if, I got week four, if I got week four off and then there's a team off in week 14, I'm like, I'm how pissed. is this? How is this fair? Yeah. <laughs> At the same time, if you have week 14 off and their team's getting like week 10 off, you're probably like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, I'm exhausted. <laughs> All so right. What they should do is just one week, just give every team off and then yeah. just get right back. Make it one, get one week out of the year. You know, that's it. Boom. That'd be amazing. After week, week eight. Yeah, the next week. week eight, no football after week eight. And then you come back for week, you know, week week nine. And don't Whatever. even do Monday night football that week. That's it. Sure, nothing. You shut down the fucking sport. Everybody. Now we're all on the same page. Yeah. I like that. Roger, you listening? Roger. Yeah, that's all it. right. Well. All right. <laughs> Sunday, Eagles at the Bears. Yeah, well. <laughs> You're up. I know you. <laughs> I know you like you guys. Look, like I said, I don't. Did the Eagles play down to the competition? I I don't know, but they certainly didn't this past weekend. Well, they did because it's a, it's a you know, know. A division game. So <laughs> the rivalry. But like I, know. I said, I, did I toy with the Bears? Did I did I did I beat them? They, uh, look, I don't think the Bears are gonna win. No. But you let a team hang around that you should be killing. But uh, Eagles definitely the Eagles. I'm going Eagles. I have. Because everybody loves to hear a guy talk about fantasy football. I have just I have Justin Fields on one of my teams, my one team that made the playoffs. Uh, 
I'm starting Justin Fields this weekend over Tom Brady and Mike White. So that's what we're doing. That's a trio. That's a trio. That's a hell of a trio, right? I mean, you got you got the (laughs) past, present, and future. Uh, (laughs) That's it. Well, listen. I look. Anytime you would think until Tom Brady called the quits, you thought it was pretty safe. Yeah, I picked him up on the waiver wire. Oh, did you? Oh, look at that. When the waiver wire was like, well, let's see what Tom's got. He's got nothing. I started was, Mike White over him last week. GMs and have been I, fired for less. And I think he scored more points and got me into the playoffs. Uh, nice. So, nice. Michael White. All right, Atlanta at New Orleans because everybody cares about this game. I'm, I'm going to take New Orleans because Marcus Mariota's out. I'll take New Orleans as well. All right. Ah, oh, man. I wonder if this game's going to be on locally. I won't know until tomorrow or Thursday. Uh, Detroit at the Jets. Mm. I'll pick it since I'm, I'm the fan in this one. I'm going to go Detroit. Are you really? Yeah. All right. I, I, I want the Jets to win, but I just. All right. Well, we, they've we won the two games that I've won, watched this season out of like six. I'm going to go with Detroit on this one and just try to get a win. Now, now I will tell you, like you said, look, you know, I've been, I like Detroit's style. I like Dan Campbell. <laughs> I, I think, but like you said, we, even with the punchers chance they have left, I still think they're, you know, their time away. And you know what? I, I think the jets bounce back this week. Sure. Cause like I said, even those games they lost, they came back. They, the one, uh, Last week, not 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 this week that just passed. The week before, it's been it. It didn't look like they had a. They weren't going to stick around, and they yeah. and look, and they come down to the final plays in the game. Yeah, I think they. I think they have enough to always be in games, and I think I think Salah's got them playing well, and I think they bounce back this week against my my mistress, Detroit Lions. <laughs> I mean, I hope so. I mean, I'm enjoying watching the team play. I'm enjoying what they have on defense. Uh. uh Great pick this year with Wilson and Sauce Gardner in the first round. Uh, and, and Janoris Jenkins, he's been a beast. Uh, the big difference in the game this past weekend is when Quinn and Williams went down. Once he went down with the calf and he was ruled out for the rest of the game, they were able to run the ball more up the middle, the, the Bills were. But sure. he should be back this Sunday. And I you're going to have Sauce on uh, Amon Ra. And so... We'll see what happens. Might be I will, I will say that I, I don't think anybody envisioned Mike White throwing almost 60 times a game either. I don't know if that's if that necessarily wins you. They game. they gotta run the ball with Bam Knight more yeah. often. Keep that, Michael Carter the fuck off the field. That dude fumbles way too much. <laughs> like I, I was really excited when they drafted him last year out of North Carolina, but he fumbles way too much. Like in and, and and not even in like Average situations like at the worst fucking possible time, yeah. fumbles. And I'm like, just hold two hands, two fucking hands. It's, it's it's like, what do you put motor oil on your hands before we start the end of the ball? Like watching Tiki Barber all over again. Yeah, oh, that was bad. Yeah, that's that's she just hold on to the toward, fucking. He got yeah. a little better towards the end though, Sean. So you, you 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 know, guys can get that. I know. But the other two guys are lightning fast. Morris and 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 when Brees Hall's back, light just. But but they definitely have to. Like you said, you can't have a guy drop back sixty. Oh no, exactly. Especially not him. Like I'm not trying to say anything bad about Mike White. He's no, no, I get way better than Zach Wilson. But like he's he needs. 
he needs to have that balance. That way you can run play action and of get course. some of these guys like Mims downfield, maybe behind the corner or, or behind the safety and create those big gainers downfield. So Mike, whichever LaFleur is fucking in the booth for us, needs to come <laughs> up with a better goddamn, uh, uh, what you call it? Uh, game plan. Game plan. Thank you. But and no, now because everybody's that. talking about Correa, I've got to go back to my phone because I'm I'm insane. No, uh, we bring the special report. It's kind of I mean, there's a lot of talk about it. Well, I wonder if it's well. I mean, you know the the twins made him a a, a big offer, right? Yeah, but he might want to play for a team that he thinks he can win with. No, no, no. I get. It. I'm just saying the twins. You know, it's not. All right, hold on. Let's see. Even this. If I was him, and they all right now, I will tell you what's funny here. Hmm. So just on the MLB network, uh, you know, dot com, these two teams have inside track for Correa. Mets and Cubs. Uh, well, no, they're saying Jim Bowden, obviously, you know, subscription required for the Athletic. As many as six teams are interested, but. The two that appear to be co-favorites, the land and star shortstop, the Twins and the Cubs. Yeah. Here's my thing. Twi- twins oh, and Cubs have the inside track, but it only takes one owner from another team to step up at the last minute to change the equation and pull off a deal. I don't their, their fucking payroll will be 45, 400. But that's the thing, though. They've already blown past it. Who gives a shit? No, no. I'm just saying it's at 360 now, so I'm saying it's going to be. This dude... MLB Rumors and News at MLB Rums. Apparently, he's located in New York, New York, so good for him. Uh, he's got to be a fucking Met employee. <laughs> but he's been talking about the Mets to Correa, the Mets in Correa for about three days. And it's just well, insane to me. I mean, he's even tweeting stuff about the Rangers. This guy definitely works for the Mets. There's no doubt in my mind. Wait, the, the the New York Rangers? Yeah. Huh. So he's a New York guy. Yeah. But I mean, he had stuff on Bassett. Um... Yeah, we got to talk about that too. I'm just trying to find the first tweet I have of his talking about creating the Mets. Uh, so this guy two days ago. Sorry, football. Listen, there was a lot yeah, of shit sorry. we to talk about for baseball. For baseball, we got a lot. So to December eleventh at eleven o one a.m., the Mets are not done. They're trying for Carlos Correa per source. That's crazy. Actually, he has a tweet on the ninth saying rumors swirling around the Mets and Carlos Correa today. Hey, listen, he's he's all in. You know, <laughs> if he signs Carlos Correa, I'm I'm gonna lose my goddamn mind. Uh, I was already <laughs> already jumped out of my couch when. I saw that the Mets signed uh, Nimmo and then Robertson immediately after that. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, huh? <laughs> so. Hey, listen, you know what? Good for that. Here's the thing. You know what's crazy? Yeah, Nimmo will be a Met for 14 years at least. Yeah. I was you know, so happy. He's, that was a good deal. We'll get to that. All right. Yeah, well, yeah, let's yeah. run through the rest of these. Right, Steelers at Carolina. I'm going to go Steelers. I'm going to say it. I think, I'm with I you. think they're pulling, like you said, they're, they're, they're going out here with a little bit of a bag. I think so as well. Uh, I'll pick the next one. Dallas at Jacksonville. I'm going Dallas. I I, I got to go Cowboys too. I, I can't. All right. Kansas City at Houston. 
Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, they'll be up 37 at seven and then win 37 exactly that's it's the same mo sean same MO. uh best game of the weekend this one is sunday at four four oh five on fox get your popcorn people you got the arizona cardinals at the denver broncos that's it yeah um i'm gonna go i'm gonna go for the broncos for a win <laughs> me too <laughs> I'm, I'm a ride with russ that's this is a game that's this next one's a big game, and I'll pick it first for the AFC playoffs. Uh, the Patriots at the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I got to go New England. Uh, I don't want to. I don't like to. Yeah. But Vegas is too up and down, and the Pats played pretty well last night. And they, uh, ever since Mac Jones was screaming at Matt Patricia on the sideline, they've Decide to throw the ball a little bit more, and he seems a bit more comfortable in that environment. Yeah, I, yeah, that that whole Patricia thing is just a weird thing to me. Just, he was a defensive coordinator for fifteen years, and I was an offensive coordinator. Because what they, he they, knows they, what works against him. Like I don't understand. They let him call plays. I, they had said he he was you know that Belichick likes all his coordinators and staff to be proficient in both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. But still, like you just said, like. What made him and Joe Judge? That, I mean, they're both a play caller. You know, it's just so bizarre. Um, yeah. I, you know what? I, I think I think a little fire might have been lit under the Patriots. I, and it's a shit show in Vegas, so yeah. I'm going Pats. I'll be I'll be rooting Raiders, but I don't see it. Well, you need to. I mean, you need yeah. to. But in terms of picking, I also know who I'll be rooting in this game, but I doubt they win it. Tennessee at the Chargers. Yeah. I don't, can Tennessee just keep sliding? I Chargers they could. That good. I, I'm going with the social media quarterback uh, Herbert in this one. You know what? I, I, I Tennessee's got to turn the tide at one point. They just had. They need to. They can't. Yeah, know, they, they need to get a couple of wins under the belt before the playoffs to at least have some. Confidence. I mean, it's just so straight. Like I said, I like Vrabel. I like you know they went through the thing. They had a, the, the draft night. You know, trading Brown. And then they, they fired a fucking GM. And now this guy, could he fall to the point where they're not even going to make the playoffs? You know, it's... Oh, no, they'll still make the playoffs. There's nobody in the division yeah. close. That's what I'm saying. That's true, too. They can't compete. Yeah. All right. Bengals at Bucks. I'm going with Joe Burr. Uh, give me the crafty righty. The old one. Okay, all right. They were going with Brady. Gotcha. All right. All right, Sunday Night Football. This game, it was so exciting that it was going to start the same way it finished, tied. Giants <laughs> at the at the Commanders. Uh, well, all right, listen, I'm saying Giants, obviously. You know, I just hope this game doesn't turn. <laughs> Giants picking, need this game. I'm picking the Commanders. Commanders need the game. Yeah. Everything you want going into a game is there, but I don't. Let's put it this way: I don't have the utmost confidence. I'm picking the Commanders. All right, uh, Monday yeah, night. <laughs> it's a shame they me. can't flex games out of Monday night because yeah. nobody's watching this. Rams at Packers. Correct. Uh. Nobody's what who gives a shit. Nobody can, yeah, it's a shame too because the Packers is a proud franchise. I'm not a big you know what? I 
Who gives a shit? Who cares is right. Mm. You know what? I hope either team wins. I'm I'll be, well, I'll, sure I'm rooting. I'm rooting for the tie. Fair enough. I'm I'm gonna be watching Monday Night Raw. Uh, so that's <laughs> my pick. <laughs> Fuck that game. That's stupid. All right. So, folks, as you can tell, I'm way more interested in baseball than I ever will be in professional football. It's just who I am. I can't help it. The Jets are in the midst of a playoff run, and I'd much rather talk about free agency in baseball. So here we go. I have about 15 to 20 contracts that were signed. Team, uh, the player, the team they signed with, and the contract. I'll, de- I'll, I'll just run them off. You, you let me know if you want to talk about one of them, all right? Uh-huh. All right, so Aaron Judge signed with the Yankees for nine years and $360 million. Waste. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 joking. I'm joking. Trey Turner, Phillies, 11 years, $300 million. Xander Bogarts, Padres, 11 years, $280 million. I don't understand where the hell they have the money. What, what the Padres or any other? Yeah, team? I don't get it. I don't get where they have it. The Padres, it makes no sense. You well, have Tatis Jr. Not to mention the fact that supposedly they offered Judge four hundred million, and they offered fucking Trey Turner three hundred and sixty million dollars, mm-hmm. or four three hundred and forty million dollars. They offered Senga more than the Mets offered him. Yes. So I don't. I don't. Teams are turning them down. So, um. Brandon Nimmo re-signed with the New York Mets for eight years at $162 million. I think that's a great deal. Other people were like, well, those last few years, I'm like those last few years could be a DH. You mean to tell me his knowledge of the strike zone is going to get worse? Well, I mean, he's not going to be 40 years old. I know he'll be 38, right? 37, somewhere in there. Well, at 30, whatever his birthday falls. But, but I mean, like, I, I don't hate that deal at all. I don't, Sean, here's the thing. Look, I don't, I don't hate it. You can't tell me in his late thirties, he could play a corner position, outfield position. If he's not playing center field, you know, any better um, or adequate enough. And here's the bottom line too. Everybody's like, Oh, it's all those years. It's, it's $20 million a year. It's yeah, not, it's nothing. If it was you know, four and 80, getting, everybody would have been fine with it. That's what I'm saying. He's not, he's not getting, he's not getting paid fucking, you know, 25 30 million a year yeah. that's <laughs> he, it's not like it was eight and 240 yeah that's what i'm saying you look and and they didn't look did they overpay that well how could he he got a lot of years out of it so i i don't i don't think it's a terrible deal yeah um, and if i could go back if i could just say because just even getting to the first two guys you mentioned judge and and uh trey turner I, you know, a lot of, I, I see a lot of people, you know, shit on the trade Turner deal. It's a great I, I deal for the Phillies. I'm, I'm like, what, what, why is Trey Turner this piece of shit? Like, I'm like, the guy led the NL in hits two years. He won a batting title. First of all, he's going to that ballpark. Half his games are in Philly with that. This guy could be a 40-40 guy. For the next three or four years, batting three thirty, fastest guy in the game almost. I don't, you know, people are like, oh, you got to give Aaron Judge that money, but they balked when the team was paying Trey Turner. Look, I don't think any of them deserve any of the money. But my <laughs> point being is, 
Trey Turner is a good fucking ball. He's going to get close to three. If he just stays on a trajectory, he's on. He doesn't get hurt anymore. He got hurt when he was younger. You know, his first few years, he stays. In ch- I, I mean, I don't. Why? Why? Why is everybody killing this deal? And I, he's going I, to I play with two I, former teammates. I would love to have Trey Turner on the fucking Mets. Me too. It. You know how sad yeah. I was when he signed with the Phillies? Of course. I didn't want him. He's a ball buster. I was, okay, trying, to, I was trying to convince you how the Mets could get him and use him. <laughs> no, Sean, I agreed with you. And he would have played. So, let me tell you, he's a guy in 30 homies, 100 RBI, and a leadoff spot. Yep. I mean, he's he's uh... – so anyway, I just, and it wasn't a comparison to what I'm saying is if – if you think you can give Judge 360 over nine, giving this guy 300 over the 11 to, to do the same, you know, the same thing. Because, look, Aaron Judge isn't hitting 60 home runs. And Trey Turner is actually a better deal because you're getting him for longer as a more efficient player. I mean, you would like to think. I mean, look, they'll both be in the high. One will be 40. One will be close to 40. Yeah. But, obviously, Trey Turner also isn't. 285 pounds and Aaron judge is just going to keep ballooning. I, I, I mean, I don't, I say this for the fact that like people don't, people don't talk about this. Like, like, like me and you might've talked about it before, you know, when they, they always say there's no comparison to judge. Uh, and I've given the thing that, you know, Killebrew, uh, Killebrew, uh, Frank Howard was six foot seven, yeah. but he played at 255. Aaron judge is 285. Dave Winfield was 6'6", played at 230. Dave Kingman was 6'6", played at 220. Yep. What I'm saying is these guys, they, they, they were 40, 50, 60 pounds lighter than Aaron Judge as a big guy. And I'm just talking a big guy. And I'm not comparing Dave Kingman right now to Aaron Judge. Yeah. But what I'm saying is Aaron Judge doesn't have the body type for his weight to go down. No. So when he's 300 fucking pounds now, because here's the flip side of it. Aaron judge at 36 years old, can't show up to camp at 250 pounds. He'd look like he's dying. If he showed up at 230 pounds, he probably would be dead. So (laughs) he's got Remember Shaq. Shaq used to be 300 pounds at seven feet one. Yeah. And then towards the end of his now, Shaq was still training every every offseason. He was still running up and down a basketball court at 35, 36. The problem was he wasn't 300 pounds anymore. He was between 340 and 360 because his body's just too fucking big. And to me, that'll be the the detriment of anything that this of this Aaron Judge deal is the man is just massive. And he cannot, first of all, he's gonna have he's gonna have foot issues, he's gonna have knee issues. He's going to have all that. I, I wish him the best. I'm glad. I guess he stayed a Yankee for, you know, for the people up on the Yankees. Yeah. But to me, he's just, he's too bad. You know, I, I said it also, I was like, you know, you sat here and they really up until the, you know, the, the, the Padres came in with that. So offer. you had two teams going for judge and it wasn't like teams didn't have the money Poor John Heyman. Yeah. No, well, no, that was, that was ridiculous. But Sean, <laughs> Do you know there was a bunch of teams that offered him like four and five year contracts, you know, with the same, the 40 million yeah. a year, because they realize the same thing. This guy's just going to be, and it has nothing. You're not knocking him for getting older. He's just going to be a, he is a massive man and there is no way. So the comparison, there's plenty of comparison height wise uh, of former ball players, 
there is no comparison to the weight he's going to have to carry. And he's not going to be able to do it on a daily basis. Yeah. But anyway, don't shit on Trey Turner was my point that is all. <laughs> so uh, an interesting tweet just came out from Michael Marino. He's, he's, ver- he's verified at Marino yeah. MLB from a source. Francisco Lindor has told Steve Cohen he'd like the team to target Carlos Correa to play third base for the club. The team has been in recent discussions and is considered to be a real player for Correa. Giants and Twins, among others, uh, remain strongly in. <laughs> hey, if I was Steve Cohen, I'd be like, oh, Francisco, thank you. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, it's funny. You know what I mean? Hey, how did Javi Baez work out, Francisco? I you lost him center hey, fielder. How about we cut your deal in half? Let's see if the Major League Baseball Association will like that. Yeah, I know. This is fucking nuts. This is fucking okay. All right. All right. We're going to move on because I'm not going to get my. Now, Sean, you know, as I wear the Mets hoodie tonight, as I wore this, I will tell you, you do have it on. This could be one of those deals. Maybe they give him three years for you and he can opt out after one or two. Yeah. If they get, you know, I don't, I don't think it would be a, uh, I mean, Gray's getting a little older, so he can't keep playing this game, but I think he could still play another one or two years with a team and then still sign a big enough contract. Just fucking win one. I don't care. Yeah. No, surely I get. So, I I don't care. Uh, like no. So this this because people be like, oh, you just bought your championship. You know yeah, what? The Yankees yeah. did it for twenty five fucking years. I. You know what? It's, oh my god! It, please. It doesn't. It doesn't guarantee anything. I know. <laughs> Look no, at no, ninety three. So when, when people say that that they're buying championships, it doesn't guarantee it. You still got to yeah. win. Yep. I mean, look at the years the Yankees were lean from two thousand. Uh, they won their last one in 2000, and then from 2000 to 2009, until they won that one, they were always in it with those big contracts, but they never won it because yeah. shit happened. But, yeah, all right, well, it's 1040 at night, so I'm going to speed up a little bit here. You're excited, right, we, bud. You're excited. I am excited, I, I and I got to get some sleep. Uh, um, yeah, I me too. We uh, – one we haven't talked about yet, Edwin Diaz re-signed with the Mets for five years and 102 million. Good deal. I think that's, that's a good deal. I, the one he had the bad year with the juice balls, and otherwise he's yeah. been pretty fucking solid. Um, yeah. so I can't complain too much about that. Uh Wilson Contreras left the Cubs and stayed in division by going to the Cardinals on a five-year yeah, eighty seven and a half million dollars. Um, yeah. good deal for him. Way better deal and than he the takes, James McCann. He takes deal. over for a legend there, and he should keep yeah. it going. He's good offensively. Yep, and good not a bad and fantastic behind the plate. Yep. Yeah. So. Uh, and his brother just got traded to the Brewers, so that's fun. Correct. Yes, in the three teams. Fucking there. unbelievable. Uh, just again. yeah, I know. Fucking Braves. Somehow Anthopolis makes all of this work. Uh, Justin Verlander signed with the Mets for two years and eighty-six point six seven million. Uh, you don't tell Steve Cohen no, Jacob Degrom. You should have learned this with your buddy Matt's last year, because then he goes fucking crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Well, we'll talk more about some other guys as we're talking about Correa here right now. But we'll get there. Uh, right. Taiwan Walker, you know, he had a good two years with the Mets. He's kind of injury prone, so I. Well, he's a Sean, as number I, five, but as me and Uncle Chris were saying, look, he used these two years with the Mets to get this contract. Good for him. Yeah. But you know what? Second half of the season, when it's the fourth inning, he throws a pitch. And he's doing that shit where he leans to the sign and he's grabbing his rib. You yeah. know, you know, it's a, it's a two or three start mess. Not only that, he's he's just like Trey Turner. 
pitching half his starts in Philadelphia, there's going to be a lot of balls leaving to left and right field. I mean, the I game the Mets came back will. last year, he was down seven to nothing in the second inning. Exactly. I just good for him, but he doesn't look. I don't give a shit that he went to the. You know, I I I I, I was. I'm a little more upset that Wheeler went to the Phillies rather than you know I could get Taiwan Walker. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Bassett went to the Blue Jays. Yep. Um, all right, here we go. Sorry, I, I keep checking Twitter. No, no go ahead. Keep looking, bro. Uh, Jameson Tyon signed a deal with the Cubs for four years and $68 million. Him and Marcus Stroman are going to make a hell of a one-two. I was one glad the didn't get him. Yeah, me too. I didn't want that guy. No, I didn't I, want I, I got another guy later on. I'm bring him. Especially for the money that they were sending yeah. off. Shell and Tim. We got Quintana on two years, 25, as a yeah. strong lefty who pitched to a 2.96 in two leagues last year for cheaper than Tyon and, and uh, perfect. Sweet. You're our number four. Awesome. That's it. Um, David Robertson, as I said before, signed a one-year deal with the Mets for $10 million. They needed him. I would really like for them to get out of Eno back, so we'll see what happens with that. But as of right now, the bullpen's taking some shape. Uh, Tommy yeah. Conley, Con, I can't, I can never say, Canley, Canley. Canley. I can never say his name. Uh, he, he went back to the Yankees. Went back to the Yankees for two years and eleven and a half million. Cody Bellinger signed a one-year deal with the Cubs for seventeen and a half million. Not yeah, a bad show reclama- me deal. Reclamation projects. He would have, and you know what? Sign with them, and he's getting a son center field job. So I mean, you know, good fit. Hey, listen, you know, he's just got a tremendous hole in his swing, and he can't hit anymore, but. Maybe no, I'm just saying. Maybe look, the guy was a fucking MVP at a monster yeah. year. You can't tell me he can't hit anymore. And a rookie of the year. And rookie of the year before, yeah. So I mean, he. I just think he needs to get back in the cage and work with someone he trusts. Uh, but all right, I just so, think he's got a terrible habit and he can't get out of it. Yeah. He needs to get back on the weed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Andrew Heaney, who I really wanted the Mets to go after, but with the Quintana deal, it kind of evened this out. Both lefties, both got the same deal. Yeah. He went to the Rangers, followed DeGrom for two years and $25 million. Uh, Sean Manaya signed with the Giants for two years and $25 million. Uh, all, yeah. those, all those middle lefties went for two years and $25 million. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Christian Vasquez signed a three-year deal with the Twins for three years and $30 million. Good This one... Me. Yeah, good piece. I did definitely uh, a yeah. solid defensive catcher behind the plate, and he had some pop. So uh, this one made me very happy when I saw it. Kenley Jansen, two years and $32 million for the Red Sox. <laughs> Won't, miss Won't miss you. Won't miss you. Well, this what we talked about the other day. So I guess Iglesias is the closer for the Braves now, I would guess. Yeah, no, absolutely. They must have control still of him, so. Uh, Josh Bell went to the Guardians for two years and $33 million. I thought he'd get more. He's a good DH candidate. Switch hitter. Has pop from both sides. No, but uh, no, listen, a good signing for a young team that's up yeah. and coming, you know. He's, absolutely. He's a, he's a solid ball player. No, absolutely. No, I, I think Josh, I would have loved for the Mets to give him a look. That's what I'm saying. So. You know, switch hitter. It's, it's a good move. They, that, that's a good sign. Uh, as you said before, Chris Bassett with the Blue Jays for three years at $63 million. Listen, yeah. same thing like you said with Taiwan. Uh, Used this year with the Mets to increase his value. I mean, no offense to the Oakland A's or any A's fans out there, but they're not seen 
as frequently as the Mets are, like, especially now with what the Mets are building. That's not me being cocky. That's just a fact. <laughs> like, sure, no, Coast team is going to be on ESPN a lot more than an, a mediocre Northern California team. I'm sorry. It's just a fact. Um, but Bassett pitched well. He pitched well all season. I uh, had a couple of games where he, he had some issues, um, namely a playoff game. But yeah. he, uh, I think the Blue Jays are getting a good number two, number three. Sure, their- he, he's going to be and like just to say, look, he 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 pitched well here. He's a gamer, mm-hmm. no bull. I, I just don't think New York was the place for him. Uh, you know, I I yeah. think I think collect like Toronto. Exactly, quiet out of the yeah. line. You know. Yeah, they care more about the Maple Leafs than they do the Blue Jays. They like the Blue Jays, exactly. but not like the Maple Leafs. <laughs> uh, and last but not least, uh, I forget the other guy's name, and I didn't see his numbers anywhere, but the uh, there was the one Japanese outfielder who signed with the Red Sox yes. yeah, for five Sox, years yeah. and $85 million or some shit, plus the posting yeah. fee. It was an awful deal. I, I, uh, I, I, I don't understand how these guys who are playing AAA baseball all of a sudden get we fall in love with that. Look, Ichiro aside, I mean, obviously he was yeah. a different, a different thing. But even a pit, you know, even a pitcher with the Mets, you know, it's it's like these guys haven't thrown a pitch in the major leagues or swung a bat, and they get these deals. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping Sanger turns out to be the real deal. Obviously, but so do I. Uh, and the last one, last but certainly not least, uh-huh. I was up at 11:45 the other night and checked Twitter and saw. My guy at MLB Rums uh, put it out first that Coda had. I actually don't. No, I apologize. Andy Martino with SNY had the tweet out first that he had signed, and then he Rums the was right behind him. Yeah. yeah, but Rums had been talking about it for a few days prior. Um, and well, they all had with the fact that the Mets were really, yeah, really no, liked him and all this stuff. Uh, they did so, have that had floating around. Yeah, but Kodai Senga. Signed a five-year, $75 million deal with the Mets. Uh, he can opt out after the third year and has a full no-trade clause. Um, I'm very excited to see what he has. He's got that good fastball. He's got that fork ball. Maybe if he could develop a changeup, he could really uh, really be something. So, Does he throw a gyro ball like Hideki <laughs> Matsu? Hideki Matsu. Daisuke. Uh, Daisuke. Uh, he needs yeah. to work with... Uh, his boy, you uh, Darvish on that. Correct. The gyro but. ball. I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Look, I've been around baseball my whole life. I never, oh, he came here. I throw the gyro ball. What? It was a screwball. Exactly. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what he called it. He threw he a curveball in reverse. <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. He broke his arm the other way. I'm like, it's a fucking screw. Which is with the gyro ball. Which in other terms, as we just said, is the screwball. Uh, but it's been a fun, uh, free agency period. Like after the past few years where it's been really light, nothing going on. And everybody's signing late. Yes. This has been so much fun. And like for baseball guys like us, it's none of this, like, where will this guy sign? Where will this guy? I thinking about it for months. Now we know. And you can start. Start playing in the route of the parade into the Canyon of the Heroes and all that stuff, which I'll be coming up for when we have it next year. Um, <laughs> so, well, Sean, you know what I, you know what's appreciative, I think, for the game, for the fans of the game. Look, you had 
at least three organizations. The and one really didn't get to add, but you had the Mets, the Phillies, and you had the Padres to an extent. Even they signed guys even after getting rejected, but try they're in it to win it. You know what I mean? There, they you got to give the Giants for, credit. They were they've been in on everybody. They're going for well, no, the Giants have two, and the Padres, all even the Padres missed out on these other guys as the Giants did with Judge. What I'm saying is there's a couple, there's three or four teams. That, look, the Phillies, the Phillies went to the World Series last year. We could say it's a fluke, it was whatever it was. But you know what? They went out and they got themselves a fucking a, a nice piece in shortstop, a leadoff hitter for 11 years. Look, they in their eyes, they got themselves a nice pitcher with Walker, and I and I think he is. I think look, he could he's he could win them 12, 13, 14, 15 games a year as much as he could lose to 12, 13, 14, 15. But the point is, these teams are still trying and 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 going for and and look, I'll say give you some to some extent the Texas Rangers are yeah. the same thing. So teams are trying to do it. Just question is. You know, where do you go from here? Now, the Mets still the Mets still need some bullpen pieces. Yes. And what, did Volkerbat lose a lot of weight? I saw a picture of him and his wife, a Christmas card. He looked like he was 230 pounds. Well, There's I no mean, way this guy lost 30 pounds since the end of the season, right? It's got to be the camera. Angle. Maybe, or maybe he's lost thin. a little weight. Maybe he's got to lose a little weight. He was real. Sean, he had to be 280 fucking pounds at the end of the season. Just... As long as he still mashes, I don't give a shit. Well, like you said, when him and Alonzo are going bad, you got 500 pounds of suck. Yeah, it's, it, it gets <laughs> a little rough. And, fifth. So. and here's my thing, too, now. What, what do they do with Pete? They get, so he got two more years left to one. I think two. He came up in 19? 19, right? Yeah. So 19, 20, 21, 22, 23 will be five? 23 will be four, yeah. right? Well, 19... 20, 19, 20, 21, 22, 1, 23. 22, yeah. 23 will be so at the end of 23. So, yeah, so going into next year, they want to see what they can do with him. But yeah. you'll have other guys come up. You know, they're trying to trade Carrasco. Yep. Yeah. So, I guess they would move. Who would they move into the four? I mean, into it the would, five. No, it would be one of those. It'd be the Peterson. I guess they'll battle it out in spring training. Yeah. Give one kind of, of And you know what? I, 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 I prefer McGill personally. I, me too, and I hope he takes the step, and he and he and he could take that spot. Mm. I mean, I, he, either way, I'm fine if they keep if they keep Carrasco or they trade him. I mean, I'm I'm fine with either one, but I do let look. He won 40 games last year; he had a good season. Yeah. Sorry, I'm looking up Pete Alonso's free agency year. No, go ahead. Unrestricted free agent in 2025. 25? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So 20, 24 is going to be a sixth year. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you um, start to look to extend him after next, you know, and in going into next year, at the end of next year. Or maybe when you get into 2024, when, yeah, after, after 20, after spring training 2024, because that's when some of these guys will start getting off the books, like Exa- Berlanders. Well, yeah, you, you want to try to have it done before that. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, I don't think we'll definitely get a. Uh, oh, some guy just copied what I what I've been saying. What? This 
At Just Mets goes, every time a former Mets pitcher turns them down, Steve Cohen sets fire to the MLB offseason. Stop taking my fucking things, people. These are my quotes. (laughs) Oh, man. Shawnee, I like it. If Now I'm going to be up. First thing I'm going to do if I wake up in the middle of the night is check my phone. Did they sign him? And now, and and then we should, re, you know, like you said, Mulcray is out there. Uh, Swanson's still out there. You know, there's still a few guys, you know, unsigned. So, according to my guy at MLB Rums, Carlos Correa has made it known that he wants to play in New York. Multiple within Mets organization are letting it be known that they want Correa. Steve Cohen is in talks with Correa and his agent, Scott Boris. Nothing is set in stone. In stone others still interested. There you go. That'd be some lineup, Shawnee. Oh, my God. Lineup. All right. Let's play lineup two. So you got, Nim- go you got Nimmo leading off. 10.52. Let's, let's play lineup 10.52 on 12, 12. Let's see what we got here. Got Nimmo leading off. I like it. Uh, you got... Lindor bat in second? Yeah. Okay. See, this is where it gets tough. The, the, I was going to say, who do you throw? Because where do you put Marte? Oh, no. Marte's got a bad second. He's got yeah. it. So Marte at two. You go Lindor at three. Mm-hmm. Alonzo at four. Uh-huh. Correa at five. Uh-huh. Vogie at six. six. Wait, who's six? Vogie, yeah, Vogelback. Yeah, Vogelback six. Okay. Danny Vogel Burgers uh, at <laughs> six. Hannah at seven. Mm-hmm. And some people may not love this, but hear me out. McNeil? No, catcher at eight. McNeil is second leadoff at nine. Uh, it's it, it is amazing that. Now you think Jeff McNeil won a bat? The batting eight. champ, yeah, batting ninth. But he could be bat, or he could be batting eighth and ninth. First off, here's my thing too. We're going into the starting season probably with Nito as the starting catcher. Yeah, going into the starting season, start, uh, season. because Alvarez. Look, I don't know. Do you put a 20, 21 year old kid in there to catch? No, Verlander, Scherzer, some Quintana. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, oh. I'm just saying. Like I said, nobody scored him. Uh, you know, Katana, Carrasco, possibly. You know, it's so I, I guess with I year put, not... I put Beatty and Alvarez in triple A until after the all star break. Keep your reps up, get comfortable, keep tearing the fucking rawhide off the ball, get your defense up, and we'll see you in August. Now, you know what? Look, if this Correa thing that first of all. Escobar's got to be the worst guy in the fucking. His heart must be sinking here in this tonight. Would it? I wonder if you could trade Escobar and, and 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 the other guy if they get him and Carrasco in a package anywhere. You'd unload some salary. Send them to Texas for Degrom. <laughs> <laughs> sure, no, okay, I'll, uh... I'll t- I'll tell you this before. Here's another thing about Jacob Degrom that I don't think a lot of people. Don't, but I, but I kind of got this, especially now. You bet, remember the Mets offered him the three years at forty, right? Uh, one twenty, yeah. and he, you know he didn't come back. I I honestly think Jacob Degrom wanted no more part of New York, and I'm talking about the way the living conditions here and everything. He's got his young boy. T- 
Texas was the place to be. And I think it played a big, because they said when he was there and they talked the contract, the minute, without accepting a deal, he left that office. He didn't go and call any, he didn't call his, tell to call the Mets to do anything else. They went hunting for houses, him and his old lady. They went looking for, so this is how they knew. They went to look at real estate. I honestly think the way things are being, he, he didn't want to live here. He certainly doesn't want to raise his young kids here, uh, even if it was two, three, or four, one, two, or three years. Yeah. And I think that played a lot into it. Look, what else happened? The money, the aspect, the, the no tax. Yeah, I believe all that shit. I just don't think he wanted, not that he didn't want to play for New York. I don't think he wanted his family here. He is a Southern guy. Yeah. That environment for him, probably when he was younger, before kids, before, you know, when he first came up in 2014 and oh. the World Series run in 2015, it's a young team. It's all excitement. You're just in the moment. You never thought you'd be in this situation, blah, blah, blah. But blah, it was blah. also, it was a much different place. It was a much different place to live. Yeah. Regardless if he didn't have kids or not. Now it's just a shithole. It's, it's, it's <laughs> nuts. It's like a third world country around this motherfucker. Sean, it's terrible. It's going to it's going to shit. It is. It's a disgrace to even what it is to what it used to be is is not even it's night and day. Forget the crime, the shit, everything else. It's infested with fucking rodents and and nothing's being done about it. This whole state is falling apart. But I really think it played a big part. I think it was a push and and it did push. Look, I'm he he can't for an injury prone guy, you can't give him that kind of money. For that amount of years. No, absolutely. But the not. Mets, the Mets were still willing to give him a short contract with a little more money. But the point, so that's how I know that he did look. He had the look in his face, but I, I just think more to play in it than just not wanting to be a Met. I think he just yeah. didn't want to be here. I mean, he, he gets to, he gets some anonymity going to Texas. Yeah. I mean, you you don't get that in New York, especially from yeah. the way. I mean, yeah, we're rabid sports fans, but that's a lot of people in that area. Like, and plus, I heard his wife hated women from Long Island, so that didn't help anything. Uh, no, no, sure. Like I said, yeah, no. Listen, I'm going to tell. Like I said, a lot of baseball, a lot of baseball players in the major leagues, they're conservative guys, and they have those views. I don't think, I don't think he wanted to be here, and he didn't want his kids growing up. This, and that's so fair. It played, it played, it, it, play, it played, it did play a piece in it. Maybe the next David Wright comes from the fucking pick we get from his qualifying offer. Who knows? <laughs> so that would be nice. Um, hey, speaking of a guy, speaking of a guy there, you just I wonder when he'll if, or if he'll ever get back in again. David? Yeah. I don't Not know. I think the, I, I think when Papa passed, it kind of ruined the game for him. Uh <laughs> Papa was such a big <laughs> fan. So uh he was, yeah. uh, he was his kidding. biggest I, fan. I, I, my, for those who don't know, my grandfather was a huge David Wright fan, and that, that I, I wasn't, but Papa yeah. loved him, thought he played the game the right way, and that's fine. I, I watched David Wright's last game and yeah. made me think of my grandfather, and I appreciated that. So, yeah. um, but I, I, I think he would be good as an announcer, like a like a national kind of guy, like the John Smoltz role. Um, he knows the game. He's got young kids though, so I could see him wanting. To no, no, that's that. what I said. He wants to see him. Um, I, I hope I can't believe I'm going to say this after all this time. I hope the Mets retire his number. 
because for for an era of Mets fans, he's the guy. Yeah. And if you're the guy for an entire era of fans from 2005 to 2019, you should get or 18, you should get your number retired. I, I agree, Shorty, but they, they, I, you know, you know how the Mets look, the Mets do it like the old Mets. Yeah, no, no, the but they, old Mets. I know, but they wait, you get, you wait a while. Otherwise you water it down. I mean, look what yeah. happens in the Bronx. It's, it's ridiculous. And I'm not saying these guys aren't, some of them aren't deserving when people have, I mean, they've had a litany of Hall of Famers there. Yeah. But you still had a litany of Hall of Famers. Doesn't mean Tino Martinez needs a plaque or his no. Well, Paula, look, and I know Paul O'Neill did some did good stuff. Yeah. Hey, well, no, let's put it this way. Forget that. Reggie Jackson played five years in New York. They retired his number. I mean, at some point you got to say, look, this guy, I know he won a couple of World Series, but. He's so Mr. October. Years, but I go five. Three seasons, homers. Five. Well, like you said, that a lot of that shit happened with the A's also. I'm yeah. saying five years with an organ. Look, five years, they would have won five championships. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been something. No, but I definitely but think uh, they should, should be retired. They, they need to retire Gary Carter's fucking number. No, I know. Like, how are you going to not retire? Hall of Famer. The team changed 100% when fucking Hernandez got there. But Carter was just as influential on that team. Like, you have to retire his number, Steve Cohen. No, I, th- I think if he was alive, something would have been done because the way they did Keith. Yeah. I, th- I think if Gary was alive, a couple, you know, it's, it's, you know, you have, you retire somebody's number and nobody speaks, but his family, it's a little, it's a little different. Yeah. Not um, saying they wouldn't do it, but I'm just saying, you know, a quiet ceremony in the parking lot, you know, no, just cameras roll. No, I'm saying, Sean, let's, let's put it this way. David Wright would be the next most natural fit. Now, there's still people who clamor in along the same lines for Gooden and Strawberry. I can't with Gooden and Strawberry. I it's, like it's hard, right? Because they they they're the guys from my childhood. My yeah. my my baseball like I still look at that '86 tape or or on YouTube and sure. go, fuck. Yeah. Both of them, both of them had these issues. Like if they could have just been okay, like it, the, the Mets would have been amazing for ten years. Like it, no doubt about it. And just I, I don't think eighteen and sixteen could get retired. Okay, now, but now the flip side, like I'm talking to you about David Wright. Oh, you wait a while, but they did Piazza right away, in relative speaking. And he's another guy who only played five and a half seasons. Well, that was a Wilpon thing. No, no, I know that, but I'm still saying that's what they. Well, did. what I'm saying, well, what I'm saying is because he got into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's why they did it right away. He got in after what seven years, so they were like, "Oh, Mike, we put you up there. You're a Hall of Famer now." They didn't do Seaver until he went in the fucking Hall of Fame. The fucking yeah. franchise they didn't do till he went in the Hall of Fame. Like, are you kidding me? The moment he retired after the '86 series was over, they should be like, "Tom, can you come out here? We want to retire your number." Uh, <laughs> Right after the World Series trophy, if you don't mind, like, Diva shouldn't have had to wait till 93 or whatever the hell it was. Like, that was stupid. Nah, I know. Um, Especially since at the time he was the highest ever percentage person to get into the Hall of Fame. Right? Like, he should, like, he should have been, as the moment he turned in his retirement papers, they should have done a ceremony opening day. 
but they waited because the fucking Wilpons. Uh, He's going to get in the Hall of Fame first. Why? The guy means something to the future of your ball club, then they should be in. They should do a David Wright, uh, John Olerud combined number five. And just <laughs> Olerud was there two years. Yeah, just well, like I said, two good years. Batted three. Very, very, very good years. Two very good years. Uh, yeah. That defense, the infield only had fifty-four errors over one. In the, the greatest season. infield ever. That was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Alfonso, Olerud, Ordonius. Who the hell played second? No, Alfonso played second. I mean, third. third. You know, come on. Give me a hint. Grand Slam single. Ah, Ventura. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Number four. Yeah. The Ventura's greatest. Number. Fucking greatest infield ever. That's how good they were. The glory days of the Mets. No. <laughs> uh, Hopefully they're listen, ahead of us. Hopefully they're ahead of say, us. That's it. We got to be looking at it. And look, I don't give a shit if this guy's got a shell out contract year to year. We're going to do it old style, baby. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Listen, I they got to build some stability. They got some kids coming up, obviously. So that's what's going to happen too. At some point in time, these contracts, some of them are going to wean away. You're going to have kids come up. You're going to have six years of control. Hopefully they're good. Hmm? They really need some young pitching. That's what they really need. They do. But maybe that could be McGill and Peterson. You see that uh, Braves are thinking of trading Freed. That's what they said. For what? They just, because they can't sign him long term. So they figure he's going to leave for free agency. They still got him for a couple of years, but. Just let it play out, Braves. That'd be stupid. Well, that's, you say you're a team that's trying to win. Why would you get rid of him? <laughs> I mean, what do you bring him back? They probably have seven more in the minors that they got for $12 in the Dominican. Yeah. That's uh, every one of every one of them from Macon, Georgia. All right, mm-hmm. buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> But I'm a go because I'm about to piss my pants. Nah, yeah, yeah, I gotta go to I gotta go to bed too, pal. But all right, thank you, Uncle Any Johnny. Word? Any other? No, word? just everything is just he's still he's interested. The Mets are interested, but he's still in talks with the uh, other teams. All right, just want to. Uh, so if, if he uh, one thing was if Mets do decide to shop Carlos Carrasco, uh, his con uh, expect the Angels, Tigers, Twins, and Royals to be amongst the teams who inquire. Well, and here's something too. The twins are going. The twins are trying to put together a team. Yeah. So that's what you like to say. I got I got a uh, Carrasco and Escobar for you. Uh, there you go. I feel bad for Escobar. I like Escobar. I like uh, Carrasco. I you, like I hate both of them having to leave. Can I tell you? I do. I like Escobar too. I did. The guy wanted to be here. He was fiery. He was in it. I think the beady thing when he had to sit. It, it lit a fire under his ass. Yep. And, and not that he didn't, but like he was just having, you know, he couldn't stay consistent. And then he was one of the most consistent guys in September. So what was really funny about him is the Mets social media team would do like these things like, who's the messiest teammate or in the locker room? Yeah. And he'd be like, give me 30 minutes. And he'd leave. He'd do and then like the other guys stuff. would come and be like, oh, yeah. it's Alonzo or it's McNeil or it's yeah. this guy or that guy. And he'd come back and be like, I'm still thinking, I'm still thinking. And then he'd leave, and then he'd come back, he'd be like, and then he'd say, like, you know, razor shines. So you know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. you know, he, like, he didn't want to upset anybody. Yeah. You know, Wayne Kirby, he's the he's the nastiest. Uh <laughs> but you'd just be like, he was just seem like a good, seems like a good, genuine guy. So I don't I, I would huh? like for them to platoon him at DH. 
He could be the right-handed. Am I, am I still to believe Darren Ruff is on this He's team? He's still on the team. He's yeah. still on the team. For what? Any team I trade him, trade Carrasco to, I I, I beg them, listen, take Ruff. I, you could take a whole player off of this deal or just give me some I, cash and we'll call it even. Like, I don't care. I, I've still never been more pissed that, look, I know nobody was – Jumping out at you, but they that they what that what they gave up to get him was ridiculous. They literally could have kept all their guys and just played D, JD Davis more. Davis, that's that's what I'm. You would have gotten more out of JD Davis. Oh my! The trade God. didn't make sense from the beginning. It, it was almost like they were like, "Well, let's try to get a righty bat in here who can hit lefties. That guy can, and then let's also give this guy a change of scenery." No, well, I, I mean, I know that's what they want, and, and, and he he's from the West Coast. My point yeah. being is it's like, okay, he was struggling against left-handed pitching. I, you know what? He was playing one game every two weeks. What yeah. the fuck? I mean, whether it was left or right. It's a rhythm game, guys. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, and that's fine. I don't mind the guy sitting, but we can't get all over him if he's having some bad at-bats. I mean, rough was terrible, man. Terrible. According to my guy at MLB Rums, Mets have also spoken to J.D. Martinez within the last few hours. Oh, what the fuck? I don't, <laughs> and he's strictly a fucking D.H., so would yep. you? And you know what? I think people just put stuff out there so other teams say, Let, let's put it this way. I, there's a guy right now. Has he gotten really any bites? No. You, you've heard nothing? Nope. So that's why I think this guy works for the Mets because nobody else has had anything on J.D. Martinez. All of a sudden, the Mets have been talking to him for the past few hours. Exactly. Then he might pique the interest of other teams. Yeah. So Because I haven't heard anybody even mention him at all. All right, right, but I'm going to let you go, Uncle Johnny. I will see you on Saturday. See you Saturday, bud. You guys uh, have a good rest of the week. And uh, for those of you out there, we're probably – We'll figure something out. I don't know if we'll do anything for Christmas week. Maybe the week after, before the new year, we'll talk about the college football playoff and all that stuff and any other updates in the NFL and and baseball free agency. Um, But otherwise, that'll probably be a brief show, and then we'll probably start back up sometime after the new year. Sounds good, buddy. All right. I'll talk to you later, Uncle Johnny. See you Saturday, Shoney. Love you, buddy. All right. Love you, too. Bye.